Hello and welcome to another episode of Real Bad, the podcast where we talk about real bad movies and why they want to hurt us. And today marks our first foray into a theatrical experience where we took a gamble. <laughs> we said, we're going to go to the movies because it seems like this movie's not going to be that good. And I think this was Matt's idea. Yeah, we won. <laughs> <laughs> the, the gamble paid off. It, it definitely lost. paid off for this podcast. Oh, yeah, we won we and we lost. We lost. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which was how it was going to go regardless. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's true. We, it, yeah. it was we no, were going to lose and win. Or win and lose. Or win and lose. Uh-huh. Yeah. Great. <laughs> uh, I'm Nick Jenkins. I'm your host for this podcast, and I'm joined by three friends uh, with a new voice today. Hello. We have Sari Riley. Sari, what do you, what do, you do? Uh, I work for SciShow mostly. I'm a script editor, so I do all the words for that. And I'm also working on Crash Course Film, so I guess that's uh, relevant to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, yeah. But you're also in uh, comic book culture. You are steeped in it. Uh, yes. I guess steeped in. I work in comic books, kind <laughs> yeah. of. Um, I am the editorial assistant on Monstrous, which is an image comic uh, written by Marjorie Liu and illustrated by Sana Takeda. And we won a Hugo. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's very good. good. Yeah. <laughs> um, congratulations. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I'm bragging more for them. I just do little things. <laughs> the little things count. Yeah. yeah. But when you open that book, your name is in uh-huh. there. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. That's like, the... You open the front page of Montrose and you see, oh, Sari. Oh, I know that person. Sari. <laughs> it's me. Yeah. yeah. So you're going to have some interesting comic book perspectives here as well, I think, and just mm-hmm. media in general. But yeah, my background. studied. Yes. Yeah. I studied science and media because I had a crisis in the middle of college. So, <laughs> much like. As we all yeah. I'm pretty sure that's all. <laughs> that's pretty common. Hashtag relatable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sitting next to you is a regular guest, Nicole Sweeney. Hello. Hello. And you also have feelings about media. Yeah, that's true. That's good, because that's what we're here for today. Yeah, that's why I'm here. I don't know things about how to make movies or anything, but I'm real into talking about media. You were also on the Batman-Superman episode, right? I was indeed. Oh, that's right. It's just you and me. Yes. Yeah, I avoided that one, like, the play. Yeah, you did. Sam and Rachel were the other two. Interesting. I listened to that one. That's my only context. (laughs) (laughs) And then, of course, Matthew Gatos joining us as usual. Yeah. Uh, And he and I, actually usually have similar feelings about big budget movies. Not always, but Yeah, we usually, usually agree on things. Yeah. Uh, I think we're going to have some interesting conversations this time, though. Yeah, I think everyone that we know yeah. and went to the movies with to see this were in pretty sound agreement. <laughs> like, <laughs> at least as far as overall feelings yeah. on the film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, we went to see Justice League. 2017's Justice League. <laughs> directed mostly by Zack Snyder. Um, but... Eh. <laughs> Mostly might be a strong word, but continue. He has the directing credit. Yes. Uh, his daughter tragically committed suicide, I think, last year. And he left in post-production to go uh, with his wife, Deborah, who's also a producer on here, Deborah, Deborah Snyder, to deal with that. And it's, uh, you know, that is very tragic. And so I want to make sure and put that out there that, that no one should have to deal with that. And uh, it doesn't change the fact of what we're about to say about the movie, because this is not a reflection on Zack Snyder <laughs> in any way. This is a reflection on this piece of film that he has put out into the world <laughs> that he and Warner Brothers have. And frankly, I think most of my complaints are going to come down to Warner Brothers, not necessarily Zack Snyder, but uh, and Chris Terrio and Joss Whedon. 
Probably Terio and Whedon are the two that I'm going to go after the most. We'll see. <laughs> um, before we get into this, I want to say there's spoilers Ugh. for the whole movie. Yeah. We're not going to dance around. We're not going to try to not have spoilers. There are just going to be spoilers for this whole thing because it's yeah. the only way to talk about how incredibly stupid it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Welcome. But in order to fully get into our discussion, we have to have somebody do a 60 second plot dump. And that person has got to be Sari. God damn it. Oh, no. <laughs> I have to swear. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. You're, 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 <laughs> I, oh, you can, was I was definitely in my head doing that. Don't pick me. Don't pick yeah, me. Don't yeah. pick me. Don't pick me. Don't pick me. Do I want to make eye contact? Yeah. Do I want to look away? Which one? If I, I just like, stare him down, is yeah. going to pick me? I was hoping you wouldn't pick me because I'm the newbie. Yeah, that's a, that's <laughs> definitely why it happened. I know. Yeah, you're the newbie. you gotta you got to do <laughs> it. So It's a hazing ritual. This is why I didn't join a sorority. <laughs> That's the only reason. Yeah. <laughs> but now I'm in one. Yep. <laughs> so in 60 seconds, I want you to break down the plot oh. of Justice League. Are you ready? <sighs> 60 seconds. 60 seconds. Do I get to see the time? Yep, you'll get yeah. to see the time. It stresses you out way more than it you'd think it would. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, are you ready? Yep. All right. Justice League in three, two, one. Okay, so you start with Batman. He is trying to lure out this bug creature called a parademon, which we don't know yet, uh, with the scent of fear. He smashes it and finds three boxes. Then the uh, he assembles a team, which is going to be the Justice League, by seeking them out. And we get a little vignette for each one of them. Aquaman is a loner in the ocean. Flash cares about his father, uh, is stealing, has a cool like techno-punk uh, basement place. Wonder Woman is... Uh, building stuff in France. She's like a museum curator. Uh, and Cyborg was given technology by his dad to survive a car crash. They all come together for some reason. The mascara has a magic cube called a mother box. Uh, and then so does Atlantis. Those both get stolen by Steppenwolf, not the band of main villain. Uh, for some reason, they all come together to fight against Steppenwolf. Uh, nothing makes sense. They don't really care about each other. Superman gets revived from the dead and then saves the world. <laughs> that was exactly 60 seconds. Oh my God. That, that was, was beautiful. That was perfect. That was beautiful. Yeah. I love the 60 second format so much. Yeah. yeah. That's just because uh, you created it. I mean, mm -hmm. yes. <laughs> It's, it's my one and only child, and I love it. I thought you were going to leave out the part where Superman came back, mm -hmm. and you didn't. Yeah. yeah. That, she got there. She got there. That is probably my biggest WTF moment in this whole film. Mm -hmm. But uh, all, right. all right. That is the what gist. Is I think we hit. Die. Like, that's the main plot points. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. there's definitely a lot more I think we're going to dive into. And I mean, not really in terms of plot, I don't think. Right. That's, no, a, that's an amazing it. thing about this film is it's it's very simple. Like, what's happening is very simple. Bad mm -hmm. guy wants to assemble cubes. Good guys are trying to keep him from assembling cubes. Not the Tesseract cubes, though. No. no. Other superhero movie cubes. <laughs> yes. With red, yellow, and blue glowy lights. Yeah. yeah. These and ones also destroy the world like all the other MacGuffins in every other superhero movie. <laughs> uh -huh, uh -huh. But these are different because they're red and blue and red and yeah. yellow. That's yep. different about them. I guess the only thing I would add is that Cyborg... Is transformed by a mother box. Yes. Which so he's like part mother box. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. kind of interesting. He was the only character that I thought was interesting. I mean, okay, so here's the thing: you're adding that as if that that was like actually important. They talked about it a lot, like it That's was a good important, point. Yeah. but it wasn't actually important. The, in spite mm -hmm. of how frequently they tried to make us think it was. I think that was just it was a very convenient plot device 
to let him do things that you wouldn't think he should be able to do to interact sure, with certain yes. things and yeah, be able to yeah. control certain things that like he doesn't appear powerful enough to do but because he can like get in the brain of the mother box he's like mm-hmm. oh I can do this I yeah. can do this I can talk to it I can do this and it's like alright sure <laughs> I thought leading into this and this might not have worked but I thought for sure he was the mother box Mm. And they were going uh, to have like to not Harry only Potter situation. That's well, a yeah. way more interesting movie, right? <laughs> yeah, like if they have to destroy <laughs> or uh, save him, yeah, or yeah, like yeah. They, they have to protect him uh-huh. from that or something. And then uh-huh. I, you know, because that's where I thought it was going. And mm-hmm. then I was like, oh no, it just it yeah. just made him. Yep. Okay. He just showed up holding it like a little briefcase. I was like, so yeah. disappointed. <laughs> I was so disappointed but when that like, happened. What if Steppenwolf already has the third box? And he's like, he doesn't. Yeah. Like, All right. Okay. <laughs> uh, I want to know, before we dive too deep into some things, I want to know... Who else has seen all of the DC universe? And what are your thoughts going into Justice League? Okay, so a couple things before we do that. Yeah. And I'll start because this will lead right into it. Uh, This, when it started, had a $250 million budget. (laughs) Uh, So much money. (laughs) That's insane. Yeah. That's insane. You could have made so many crossroads with that money. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, you could have made like 20 crossroads (laughs) plus. Amazing. I can't wait for Crossroads 17, guys. (laughs) So... Um, when Zack Snyder left, they were in the post-production process, which, uh, means they needed to do some research. At that point, Joss Whedon had been brought on. Now, Joss Whedon had already been working on the project, um, rewriting things throughout shooting. So he was already involved and Zack Snyder apparently suggested him for that role. To handle the reshoots? To handle the reshoots. So there's, as far as I can tell, there's no animosity. There's nothing like that. It was just like, I think Joss would do a good job. Joss said he understood Zack's vision. Um, whatever the shoots ran for two months, which I'm sorry, most movies are shoot, but entire films are shot between one and two months. So, just superhero the, movies these days, yeah, though. yeah. That's I mean, it's gonna be a few more, than, <sighs> but but two months was the re- just, just, the reshoots. just the reshoots. Jesus, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and like, that's why I argue with the fact of Zack Snyder mostly directed this movie because. Luckily, we have a very easy tell as to what are reshoots and what are not. <laughs> For some of it. For yeah, some of it. That is a naked upper lip. Oh, um, hold on. Don't let's not go there yet. Okay, yeah, yeah. All right. Because I have a very long thing yeah. that I want to talk about. <laughs> That's gonna be a co-podcast, yeah. Yeah, like a yeah. separate episode, just called Superman's Mustache. Okay. So, anyway, by the time the reshoots were done, the pro, uh, the production had shot upwards of three hundred million. We don't have an actual number at this point. At least I couldn't find one. But they're mm. saying upwards of three hundred million. That's a gigantic budget. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's looking like it's going to crack a hundred million on its first, on its first weekend, which is probably good. It's look, it's tracking for 111 million, which is very good. But Batman versus Superman did 166 million, I think on its opening weekend. And that was considered a bit of a disappointment hmm. um, for the amount of money that they were putting into it. So this has got to feel like even more of a disappointment. Uh, especially after the really strong showing of Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. So you ask, how? what have we seen? Yeah. <laughs> I have seen everything except Suicide Squad. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, for reference, there's Man of Steel, mm-hmm. Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice, Suicide Squad, Wonder Woman. And now Justice League. And now Justice League. So there's five films. Okay. Yeah. 
So you've seen all but Suicide Squad? I've seen all but Suicide Squad. Okay. And I was kind of excited about it. You and I had this conversation when it was Mm -hmm. coming out. I was like, oh, I was excited. The trailer's just so good. And then all the reviews poured in. I was like, oh, never mind. I'm not going to go see that. (laughs) Yeah, no. I feel like you're better off having not seen it. It will will definitely show up on this podcast one day. It's definitely. I I will make it so. Um, Yeah. Because it's so bad. But it didn't feel like it also was necessary to go into Justice League having seen that. There is, I would say, 0% after watching Justice League, like 0% of that movie did I feel like was connected to Suicide Squad. Like even, I think the most you get out of that is a couple extra Batman scenes in Suicide Squad sure. where you are establishing Affleck as a Batman. So, but Which there's you've not- seen Batman v Superman, then you've gotten that Exactly. Same. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Matt, have you seen all of them? I have. Yes. I was like <laughs> double checking myself. I was like, right. One, yeah, two, three, four. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I have seen all of them. Uh, also, my favorite is Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah. My favorite's definitely Wonder Woman. I mean, duh. Yes. Yeah, because it's the good one. Um, and I want to be clear about that. It's not that there is a competition. It's the only good one. Yeah. Yes. It's yes. not even a great film. It's a very good film. Yeah, like I think you can watch Man of Steel now and appreciate it. Yeah. But one, it's kind of boring because <laughs> they still didn't they didn't figure out until like the last 20 minutes of this movie what they were doing as Superman. Mm-hmm. Um so for the the first two movies we get of a Henry Cavill Superman, he's very moody and not uninteresting overall. And just they tried to make him like as moody as Batman. And that's not who Superman is. Right. And so we had two movies of that Superman that I didn't care for. Um, I despised Batman with Superman and I somehow hated even more Suicide Squad. <laughs> um, but like Man of Steel, I would I would watch again. Wonder Woman, I would de- I would buy. On, yeah, me like, too. Blu-ray. Um, and then so I was going into Justice League with that Batman Superman baggage. Yeah. Assuming, obviously, because I picked it for the podcast, that it should be <laughs> that we should go see it in theaters. That uh, it was going to be bad. And I was right. Yeah. <laughs> Nicole, what's your history with this? this so the I, saw DCEU. That, I saw Batman v Superman for this podcast uh, after seeing Wonder Woman in theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, and that's that is also I have I didn't see Man of Steel or Suicide Squad. Uh, right. And I yeah loved, loved Wonder Woman. It was a blast. Like the ending is whatever, uh, <laughs> but had a lot of, of wonderful things leading up to that. Probably should have just stayed with the Amazons and made that the whole movie, yeah. got Chris Pine. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sari? I have even less exp- I've only seen Wonder Woman in theaters and then this. So oh. that is it. I've not seen any Batman Superman context. Right. Very interesting. interesting. Yes. So were you confused a lot in this movie? I feel like they explained everything that you needed to know like five times. Yes. So anytime I I felt like I needed to know something, I was hit over the head with it. Okay. So mm-hmm. Superman I... is dead. Newspaper saying that. Everyone yeah. mourning him. Mm-hmm. Everything yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's. I was wondering that while I was watching it. Where, as much as I I didn't really enjoy this film, mm-hmm. I would never want to watch Batman Superman again. So it's almost. Like, if someone was going to ask me, hey, how about those DC movies? They're coming out with a bunch of more. Like, where should I start? Mm-hmm. I'd maybe suggest just starting with Wonder Woman and Justice League and ignoring Man of Steel and Batman Superman because I do feel like you get enough information in this movie that makes up for those two. 
Yeah, that's, it, that's assuming that anything good comes going forward. That, yeah, that just, that's the I thing. Mean, which is a big, which hope. is a big if. Yeah, I yes. So that's a big if. But given that Justice League could be is a like, sure, you could get to know everybody. Here's yeah. all the basic the basic facts of the universe right. are introduced here very aggressively. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Justice League was a giant pile of shit. <laughs> That's the podcast, folks. That's it. Uh, this is one of the most insulting, badly made excuses for a blockbuster I've seen in a long time. I don't understand what happened. <laughs> because one thing I will say for Batman Superman is it feels like a finished product. It feels like a, mm. a vision of a film. I don't like it. I don't enjoy it. But there are a lot of good films I don't like or enjoy. There are a lot of well-made films that are that I don't like and I don't enjoy. Uh-huh. Um, for the $250 million budget that <laughs> Batman Superman cost... It looks like two hundred and fifty million dollars. Like the, the, it's good cinematography, mm-hmm. good effects. Good effects is something we're going to come back to. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it it feels like you know it 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 feels like somebody was really trying. And the thing that I kept coming to with this is I felt like this was just a just they were just throwing everything they could to just see what do you like what do you like do you like jokes do you like action sequences do you like cg do you like do you like do you like I green like lanterns yeah it's like <laughs> I, that's it it didn't mm-hmm. feel like any kind of uh, ironically because the the whole theme of the thing was unity it didn't feel <laughs> like a, this film was unified in any oh, way and mm-hmm. it it burned me up by the time I was done. It's like, yes, I thought Ezra Miller was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I think he's a wonderful actor. I think he got the best lines. He was written well, as opposed to everyone else in the mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. I think the written well is, is more important yeah. for me. Like yeah. best lines for his character, yes. like yes. that felt Correct. in character. Yes, for because the they gave similar lines to other characters. And it was- Swing and a miss every yeah. time. Well, yeah, it's really uncomfortable. Yes, yeah, and it was always, it was like very frustrating too, because I mean like, the everything Batman and Superman, like that's probably going to be the bulk of what we talk about is how bad <laughs> just all of that was. Mm-hmm. But like uh, Gal Gadot and Jason Momoa both like did what was given to them mm-hmm. serviceably. Yes. Like they're both very charming people, but there was just nothing there. No, there was especially no substance. For Gal Gadot. There was no... I was about to say, especially for uh, Jason Momoa, but like, it both right. in different ways. So in different yeah. ways, uh, Jason Momoa just had had a number of like very, very throwaway lines where it was like someone mm-hmm. literally was just like, he hasn't had a line in a few pages. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. I feel like let's, let's have him state what is happening. Yeah. At the uh-huh. beginning, like in the first hour, which is, again, I think we'll come back to this a lot of like the timing and the flow of this movie. But like this movie is only two hours long. Mm-hmm. And... Compared to most big blockbuster movies now, that's short. Yeah, like mm-hmm. they just announced the new, uh, the new. Um, I forgot the word Star Wars uh, <laughs> movie is going to be the longest Star Wars movie ever. It's and so like this is the the trend for blockbusters. Usually they're like two and a half hours at least. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think Batman Superman was like two fifty something yeah, like that. Long. It was long. Um, Too long. <laughs> and so and I, and I think they heard that and I think they were like, oh, scale it back. And I think they just put in a blender with an editor and we're like, go for it. Yeah. Yeah. And so I don't think that's what happened. (laughs) But I, (laughs) the craziest thing to me is like, I realized an hour in that we were still team building. (laughs) Yeah. 
Like yeah. we were halfway through this movie yep. and we were still not a team. Yeah. We did not see the Justice League. And I think you, you either have to wrap that up in the first half hour or it has to be the end of the movie. Yep. Like it either has to be the right. whole this movie is, is about right, yeah. Justice Part League. Part one is the Justice League assembles. Yes. And then your Justice League 2 is, okay. They're they, fighting together. They fight together. But yeah. instead they did, they like split the difference and it's like halfway through this movie the bad guy is almost completing his plan mm-hmm. and your team is just deciding to mm-hmm. work together. Yeah. But, but not that, even for good yeah. reasons. It was like they decide to work together for the sake of, okay, I guess they should they should be together now. Yeah. The script said we had to work together. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like it's, so yeah. here we are. <laughs> and it's, like you said about the throwaway lines with Jason Momoa, like when in his first conversation with Bruce Wayne, I like him. I like Arthur Curry. I like the way, like the conversation they have. Yeah. It seems like he's like, I don't, why would I want to help you, dude? Like, yeah. <laughs> like there's yeah. no reason for me to leave here and go to like Metropolis or Gotham to help you. Yep. And like, I liked him. Mm-hmm. But as the movie went on, he just got very generic and boring for me. Yeah. And like you said, mm-hmm. it was like, oh, he hasn't said a thing in a while. Well, and even and how we get from there to him him getting on board that one scene with Amber Heard, mm-hmm. it's just mm-hmm. like uh, oh, your mom. Scene is, I hate my mom. Oh my god. Oh well, it would have been your mom's job. Okay, I guess I'll go. Like well, what? Also, what? also that scene, and he, when he arrives there, Amber Heard's uh, Mara, I think is her character's name. Mara, yeah. But reacts as if he has never been there. What? Like the prodigal son returns, returns. kind of thing? Like he yeah. hasn't been yeah, there she... for years and years and years. Yes. And yes. it's like he's arriving exactly as this attack is happening so that he can help break it up. Mm-hmm. It's like they gave him a spidey sense that we don't get yeah. to see. <laughs> yeah. Like we don't yes. see him go like, yes. oh, fuck, I got to go to Atlantis. Yes. Yeah. Like my people are in trouble. He sees some green goo and then he's like, all right, got this. Yes. And yeah. there's no way that makes sense. In like after, a storytelling. After that, like that initial, yes, his first scene uh, with like Bruce Wayne, you're like, yes, okay, I get where mm. your head is at. Like this all makes perfect sense to me. From like once that scene ends, he is dragged along by the plot. Like he yeah. his he ceases to have any like comprehensible internal motivation. He just shows up when he's needed. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it is literally just, okay, the plot needs you to be here, and now it needs you to be here, and and whatever. And and not for any reason. Like, he didn't have really a moment that that made it sense for him to be there. He just Mm -hmm. was part of the Justice League, and so had to be there at the final battle. Uh And it's literally that thing you said of, like, just her saying, your mom would have done this. It was like, you're right. Which, literally, (laughs) all we... Like two seconds ago, we established that he hated her and like yeah. didn't have like didn't think well of her. Uh, yeah. Like what? she left me with the humans yeah. like on a random human's doorstep. I uh-huh. hate her, uh-huh. but she would have done this. Ah, oh, you're right. I, like, I, what? <laughs> oh, I don't know, man. I, okay, so <laughs> that's, that's uh-huh. on Aquaman. Uh-huh. Let's, Aquaman. Let's talk more about characters. Yeah, characters. Okay, mm. I don't have anything really negative to say about Ezra Miller's The Flash. Yeah. I'm I a little think, confused. Fuck you. <laughs> no, I have, a, I have a thing too. <laughs> okay. That's fine. Let's I talk have... about the Flash then. Well, yeah, let's no, start no, here. I'm not I have no complaints about the Flash. I just have two questions about the Flash. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um one, where the fuck did he get his suit? Cuz right. Bruce he's, he's a He's a thief. No. Steal shit. I don't know. But why like did he make a super quality. suit yeah. if he's yeah. never fought crime and oh, never been in a battle? Sure. Like he expresses that to the Justice League multiple times that like, yeah, I don't know yeah. what I'm doing. Well, yeah, but he's he runs at people. The suit is there to keep him from catching on fire. But he yeah. doesn't wear it. I don't know. We didn't see him. The only time we see him before 
Bruce Wayne gets him is a surveillance video where oh, he's in yeah. a gas station or whatever uh-huh. fighting crime yeah. without the suit on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So That's we have true. no reference of where this suit came from, how he got space shuttle material to build it. Like it didn't bother me. I don't know oh, why. Oh, that bugged yeah. the hell out of me because I'm yeah. like, uh. like Spider Man starts off in like a hoodie and jeans, and it's like there's his oh, okay. Spider Man well, costume. Point. The quality of the making of the suit was impressive. Yeah, and I think this is another. This is something I guess we can talk about later. But it's like the, the something that Marvel has figured out and figured out really from part one, which was Iron Man, that like the first suits are clunky crap. For everybody. Mm-hmm. So, like, Spidey's first suit, yeah, it's eh, crap. Cap's first suit is ridiculous. Tony's first suit is built Just basically a tank. Yeah, you know? he, like, builds I it mean, in a cave. It's also, it is also worth noting, though, that, uh, that Marvel, in addition to doing that, built themselves a solution by starting with Iron Man. Because Tony Stark is a part of everyone. Like, he's oh, yeah. first. He's part of everyone it's else's universe. almost like universe. they thought about it like, long yeah. term. <laughs> wow. Like, they had a big vision yeah. Not for their universe. Like, you, like, you like all of these things? We're just going to shove them together. <laughs> together. And not tell you why. Yeah. yeah. Yes. The, yeah. But That's, yeah. Sure. You could have... They don't seem to have a problem with just taking Marvel's ideas. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. D oh, or yes. not I shouldn't put that in Marvel's, but it's Marvel Studios and this is I'm gonna say Warner Brothers. Sure, yes. And yes. uh Chris Terrio and Joss Whedon and um Zack Snyder don't have L- a problem. Literally bringing literally. Joss Whedon on. Well yeah. that, but also like <laughs> some of the story beats in here were just one to one from both Avengers and Avengers Age of Ultron. Uh-huh. Like exactly like reviving Superman. Uh-huh. Is uh-huh. the same thing uh-huh. as Tony Stark creating Ultron uh-huh. and then creating the Vision. Uh-huh. The but last time we tense, saw this, yeah, well, less that's dramatic true. and with like less payoff. And like even like in in Age of Ultron, it is a huge plot point. It divides the team. It like creates a sense of drama. In this, it's just like a couple people are like, "I think it's a bad idea," and he's like, "Well, I don't care. I'm doing it anyways." Yep. And it's like. That's it. That's the tension. That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. yeah. Like and yep. from like literally the moment they decide we're going to resurrect Superman to it happening is like 4 minutes of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> like there's not even like all right, how are we going to do this? It's like 4 minutes later they're like, "Well, we got it figured out. Mm-hmm. We know how to resurrect a human." Yeah. Which like, like if alien you had gone man. back, if you had gone the route of of this is of like assembling the team as part 1, like that could have been your movie. Right. It's yeah. like, yeah. like there is a great existential threat. We yeah. need to come together. And so you gradually you bring everybody together and like actually the existential threat existential threat is too big for without Superman. And mm-hmm. so like the, yes. the core tension is, should we revive Superman? And right. And, mm-hmm. and I think this was originally plotted as a two part epic yeah. series of mm-hmm. movies. Huh. And I think. If you did that, maybe it helps. Like if that first movie is the gathering of the Justice League uh-huh. and the last shot is Superman being alive uh-huh. and you're like, yeah. oh shit, I'm ready for part two. Superman's back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you fight Steppenwolf or whatever in part two. Except maybe it hasn't given me any reason to care about nope. Superman. Oh, no. no. <laughs> I mean, I didn't see um, Man of Steel, but I saw that man who's yes. Superman. Look, and I did not give a fuck about that yeah. guy. That is, that is fair. That is a core problem that we're facing with Warner Brothers mm-hmm. and their DCEU mm-hmm. is the fact that, one, they're not – they haven't created characters with the exception of Gal Gadot. And Wonder Woman. They mm-hmm. didn't create Gal Gadot. They created Wonder Woman. <laughs> yeah. She was already wow. existent. Yeah. Whoever, I, I'm apologizing, I don't have their names at the top of my head, but whoever wrote Wonder Woman did a wonderful job of writing characters. Gail Simone is okay. like the the big 
person who defined what this Wonder Woman is, like the one who's driven by love and compassion for the world. Is that in comics? In comics. Okay. Oh, you're talking about movies. I'm talking Never about mind. screenwriters. Sorry. Okay. Oh, no, that's fine. <laughs> Whatever. That's, uh, that's good information. They yeah. bar, I think a lot of what Gail Simone's run on Wonder Woman in comics inspired this movie. Okay. Well, whoever wrote the movie did a very good job of creating characters. They created characters who had conflicts, inner conflicts that were for a cinematic audience, um, just under the surface enough for them to be feel deep mm-hmm. without being so buried. Nicole, I think Nicole and I were having an argument about mm-hmm. Bruce Wayne's superpower. Oh, sure. And yeah. the whole, com- like, or I'm like, well, it's his will. They never talk about his will. And it's like, well, maybe he's covering it up by saying, ah, oh, it's about my money. And I'm like, I didn't get that, but okay. Well, you know. Yeah. I- Let's dive into this because I was not a part of this conversation. This hold is- on. Well, wait, hold, hold on. <laughs> My point is Warner Brothers does is not, this writing team is not creating good characters. The character in Man of Steel was forgettable. The characters in Batman Superman were both off-putting and forgettable. Mm-hmm. The I char- think off-putting is the biggest thing you can say about that movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, why do I care if either of these men die? Yeah. None of these mm-hmm. people are likable yeah. in, in, in any way, except for Amy Adams, yeah. who is criminally underused in everything. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, she, you know, she she's just, it, it, oh God, I have feelings about that too. <laughs> but the then we get to this, where everybody's supposed to come together. The, the, the great thing about the Avengers is we had Movies where we had grown at least a little bit attached to these characters, where they either the movies were fun, like Thor, or uh, you had something that was much more of an, you know, an old adventure film with a great central hero, which is Captain America, or you had Tony Stark, who was the cocky, um, you know, the, the cocky guy who is still lovable in, mm-hmm. in for some weird reason, because he's Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. Um, but none of that is present with the exception of Wonder Woman. None of that is present in pretty much anything that the DCEU has created with the exception of Suicide Squad because I haven't seen it. Well, and they they completely disregard everything that they did with Wonder Woman. Yeah. Yeah, In a way that it's just like deeply offensive to me. That's my great read about this movie for Mm -hmm. sure. I am, the biggest thing too to remember is that while Avengers was a big deal when we found out they were making that movie, Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Justice League should be the biggest deal when it comes to superhero movies. Because before Iron Man and Marvel started mm-hmm. having their phase in like right. 2008, nobody in the general public yeah. gave m- many shits about Iron Man or Captain America Hulk or the, Vision. Hulk is the only or, character yes. who anybody has any like right. prior. Whereas cat- mm-hmm. yeah. Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. Yeah. That's the three. The these heroes. Are, yeah, these are the, the biggest, superheroes yes. that you see in. They've had multiple movies th- since like the 70s, the 40s with Batman. Like... All like Wonder Woman had a TV series. Like a lot of our moms were huge Wonder Woman fans when yep. they were kids, mm-hmm. yep. and it's like these were the biggest superheroes that everyone is already aware of. Mm-hmm. So you, this should be the easiest sell of a movie. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like convincing people to like Iron Man and Captain America and like those characters and Thor. That was really hard for Marvel. Yeah, mm-hmm. like DC mm-hmm. should have been able to walk in and be like, 
You want more Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman? Here you go. Well, that's the problem. Is that that they, is probably part of the, the problem. problem. <laughs> they, they were like, "Well, that's all we have to They'll do." They like what we give them because yeah. because it's we have Batman, Superman, yeah, and Wonder you, Woman. You're so right. uh, <laughs> who the fuck cares about yeah. writing a, a story? You go in with uh, Iron Man, Thor, two failed Hulk attempts, <laughs> um, and Captain America. Yeah, but it was in that movie that you go in with the attitude of this is going to be a heavy lift. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Like this is I'm really going to have to work at this. And maybe, yeah, you go in with like everybody loves Batman. So let's leave him really boring. Let's just leave him boring and unlikable. And, and the worst jokes. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I hated Bruce Wayne so much in this movie. Yeah. <sighs> every line that he said, because he had like almost every line he said was also quippy. Like Ezra Miller. But, but like uncomfortable. Quippy. Uncomfortable quippy in like that someone would be having like a serious conversation with him and he would quip back in that tone of a guy who's going to be like, it's funny, you can laugh afterwards. Yeah. And you're like, no, but nobody else but is nobody, laughing. Yeah, so this yeah. is just uncomfortable. Uh-huh. Well, And this is another problem that it goes into the DCEU with this is not the character that they set up in Batman Superman. Yeah. That, like, so, he's um, that. Yeah. Batman Superman is a much like darker character. Yeah. Like then. yeah. The, and this has only been what? Like a month? Yeah. Since that movie? And and he's got all this like guilt over if he being responsible for Superman's death or whatever, but suddenly he's not like angry vigilante man anymore, mm-hmm. like miraculously in a month. Yeah. Like, okay. And, yeah, and that's the thing is like he Superman was the biggest threat in the world to him mm-hmm. and like he didn't kill Superman. Right, you know, he didn't. Yeah. He didn't. He, no, he didn't. But, like, whatever. We're meant to believe that he he feels responsible, whatever, and, like, yeah. guilty. I don't know. But I also, like, I don't understand how that gets us from, from to, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that was my biggest question <laughs> coming into this movie, not having seen any of the previous ones. It was, like, Batman and Superman were so inconsistent Throughout their scenes, I was like, I have no idea what their right. characters are supposed to be, or if this is how the other movies were. If they no. had characters no. before this, so or, for me yeah, personally, just... I, on the, in Batman Superman, Ben Affleck was actually the redeeming quality. I agree. <laughs> like his Batman and his Bruce Wayne in Batman Superman were the only parts of that movie that I enjoyed. Those scenes, like him and Alfred having conversations, I was like, I'd watch a Batman movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. After seeing Justice League. I'm not as sure. That's fascinating. Yeah, because I felt like Batman dragged down. Yes. Like the, by having him as the centerpiece of the Justice League, that mm-hmm. just dragged down everyone's story. It like we have to so follow him. I don't want to follow yeah, him. Yes, yes. I want to follow everyone else. When he was out of the scene, like when they were even Cyborg and Flash digging, grave digging, like that was a good, entertaining little moment. Yeah, whereas the, like the, literally when you have Bruce Wayne trying to recruit people, it's or you have the scene where him and Gal Gadot, like as, like Wonder Woman and Batman are just like fighting over mm-hmm. their grief. They're like, no, you've grieved too long. <laughs> yeah. No, I have grieved too long. Oh, yeah, did your dead boyfriend tell you that? And it's like, we're well, like, you know what? I hate both these people right now. Yeah. And luckily, Aquaman, or no, Cyborg, says something right after that about like, oh, yeah, I finished that while you were being an asshole. Mm-hmm, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, Cyborg, yeah. you're right. He, he, Bruce Wayne's an yeah, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> well, and like this sort of central thing in this movie about like 
Batman as the leader of the Justice League. Like, they keep coming back to this, like, whether or not he should be. And I'm always like, no. Yeah. No, he shouldn't. No. He should and retire. <laughs> Wonder Woman yeah. should be the leader. Well, that they, was it. They that almost do it. They were they so <laughs> close to making that the arc of the story. Like, they even set it up. They had conversations where they were saying, Wonder Woman, you need to learn how to lead. You need to be a more public figure. Like, uh-huh. Superman's gone. You've and got to learn how to step meant, out of the shadows. We are meant to take away from that, that it makes sense for Batman to be... They're like, yeah, right. but Batman. No! Yeah. Let her do <laughs> he, he says to her, like, you weren't, you're not that beacon. Like, you chose not to be the beacon mm-hmm. that Superman was. And it's like, it feels like maybe he's trying to do some, like, reverse psychology, make her step up. Yeah. And then there is a moment in the final battle where she does kind of realize, like, oh, I need to take charge. But that's so small and yep. doesn't, like, yes. lead to anything else. And they even say explicitly in the movie, it was like, she told us that we have to come save you. Yeah. Like, yeah. her leadership action was to save Batman. Yeah. I don't care. Like, yeah. That is the dumbest thing uh-huh. well, to That's also to true. The one leader. time she does take the control is to go against the plan. Yeah. That's going to save the world. I want to, I want to, there are two things here. One, I want to talk about how this movie is all about boyfriends. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, I fucking oh, hated it. Let me talk it. about yeah. the female characters. I think you mean yes. boyfriends. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> talk to us about the boyfriends God. in this movie. Oh, the boyfriends. <laughs> Every, so like there are three main-ish, um, mostly two, Wonder Woman, uh, Amy Adams, so Lois Lane, and the the girl who talks to Aquaman. They're like all the women in this movie are defined in relationship to at least like several men. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They just, with Wonder Woman, they, they, the only plot point they decided to repeat for her, like they could have mm-hmm. chosen anything from her movie to to emphasize but instead Steve Trevor's name was mentioned about as many times yep. as possible yeah. just yep. every conversation with her they had her battle with this grief that doesn't make sense no. at all no. at all no. at all no. like it's because been 100 years she's in Wonder Woman. Yeah. for a week yeah yeah she knew yeah. for a week 100 years ago 100 yeah. years yeah. ago yeah, and and she's moved on. She has a life. She showed up in Batman versus Superman. So assume like she's been doing hero stuff. Okay, so then ish maybe. Hold on, we'll, okay. we'll we'll get back to that. Okay, Let's okay. get back. I want to after we talk about boyfriends. I want to talk about inconsistencies. <laughs> yes. Okay, okay, okay. Good. Go ahead. Chapter thirteen of the Real Bad Podcast. <laughs> after a brief intermission. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then Amy Adams criminally underused. Her criminally own, in her, every one of the DC movies, yes, though. Yeah. Her only yeah. purpose was to be girlfriend, wife, wife of Clark Kent. He never proposed to no. her. No, she had a wedding ring. Yeah, on. But the, he he was gonna give it to her. Oh, she okay. finds it. No, lo, um, uh, Martha Kent gives it to her. Oh, okay. In Batman Superman, which seemed really cold at the end of Batman Superman mm-hmm. at the funeral. He's like, she, he wanted to give this to you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> their relationship. As much as I like, I watch their lunch scene, and I'm like. That's really nice. They're keeping in touch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like Martha Kent's making up everything. That's what I feel like, too. <laughs> like, every time she's like, Clark said this about you. Clark said this about you. Clark wanted Weird. you to have this. I'm like, how much of this is real? Because <laughs> yeah. I don't... The Clark I know from those movies doesn't say anything charming <laughs> and never smiles. Uh-huh. And I don't think he would have said any He's nice things. Brooding. Um, yeah. But yeah, they, I feel like that whole scene in the Daily Planet was just a setup to say, okay, he loved you, like you miss each other, so that she could swoop in yep. and be like the the woman that brings him back, that yeah. brings Superman back. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that use of a like a female character and then they had that cornfield scene oh my god which was perhaps the worst thing 
I was the guy. most. Yeah, it was the guy. most uncomfortable I've been in a movie theater in a very yeah. long time. And it just kept, kept going. going. Yeah. When he said yes, ma'am, for some reason, I like physically recoiled for some reason. It was yeah. just like there's a few moments in this movie where I was like, yeah. <laughs> like out loud, like just like oh god, no. no. It's like it's so exhausting too because like they allude to she's a fucking Pulitzer Prize winning journalist. Yeah, but, but without it, him, she can't do she anything. Can't do it. She has I to write know. fluff pieces about cats or yeah. something. She yeah, like, and she was says. like she literally tells him, "I'm so sorry." She's apologizing to him. Yes, yes. yeah, yeah, for, yeah. I couldn't be strong. I'm like, what in and the? Yes, f- and her her continuing to write, her continuing to be like you know to win another Pulitzer would yes. have only been in service of him. She's sorry yeah. that she didn't do that for, for him. him. Right. Yes, instead of on her own. <sighs> and she's only comes back at the end of the movie to write about the heroes because he's back. <laughs> yeah. Whereas Lois Lane in the Christopher Reeve movies is a badass and way cooler than yeah. Superman. <laughs> yeah, like, absolutely. Uh, Margot Kidder plays Lois Lane as this super badass who's super comp- like amazingly like competent and just like doesn't need Superman and just happens to like like she's making fun of Clark for the like most of the first movie. Well, and she'll <laughs> like, even playfully make fun of Superman yeah. in their interview. She'll poke at him. Yeah. You know, and uh-huh. it's lovely. She's like, not impressed by Superman whereas yeah. this Lois Lane Obsessed her entire with him. life <laughs> is Superman. Has yeah. changed. It's yeah. like it, it. It's absolutely bizarre. Yeah. And that the particular the handling of Lois Lane was something that just made me uncomfortable and unhappy. And that cornfield scene was just bullshit. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it looked terrible. It looked yes. so bad. There were so many bad green screen moments yeah. in this movie bad. that like. I couldn't believe we're in a $250 million movie. Yeah. yeah. I found it completely unacceptable. Yeah. It yeah. is completely unacceptable that a $300 million movie can't do a green screen. Yeah. The, there mm-hmm. was there were many shots where like uh, the one with Aquaman yep. where mm-hmm. he's about ready to swim off. Oh, the, yeah. And it's like close up so of him. Yeah. Bad. Yeah. It's like I it's like lifetime movie green yeah. screen. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. you could watch if I saw that on like an NBC network show, I would be like, oh, guys, get it together. Uh-huh. Well, you know, but here's the thing. If I saw that in an indie film, I'd be like, oh, that's a bad green screen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but what do you, yeah. you know? You had a limited budget, you gotta spend yeah. your money mm-hmm. where yeah. this is that you have expectations yeah. of and- a big budget. IMAX movie. And I mm-hmm. think that's the reshoots. Oh, oh, definitely. Yeah. Because there's another moment that's the another terrible green screen <laughs> moment that felt very Joss Whedon-y, like thrown in thing. And it's actually just after they bring in Lois Lane uh, to like bring Superman back, which we haven't really talked about too much yet. But when he, yeah. like they bring him back from his angry moment uh, mm-hmm. by using Lois Lane mm-hmm. and because she's the big guns. Right. One of the genuinely funniest parts of the movie for oh me. Oh, my God. OK, so this Superman, sequence is amazing. Superman and it is, deserved a better movie. Superman is holding Batman by his face, like <laughs> by crumbling his, his throat. Face. No, like literally. <laughs> by, by his face. Um, and like he sees Lois and he looks down. And just like they don't move the camera, nothing changes about the scene, and he just tosses Batman behind him. Uh-huh. And you just hear this like, <laughs> and that hilarious. Yes, yes. What's yes. less hilarious is that they felt the need to then tack on like a punchline to it after Lois and Clark like ship off. Then it cuts back to Batman who's still laying on the ground, who's like, something's definitely bleeding. And I'm like, that is a Joss Whedon uh, yeah. moment. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Yeah, and it right. was like yeah. very clearly a green screen because the drop shadow was all fucked up. Well, you can and also notice that uh, the suit didn't fit him right. 
Because he lost weight. Yeah. Because mm. you bulk up for the role of Batman. Uh-huh. I was wondering that about the, there's a scene where they almost think make you think that Bruce and Diana are going to have a relationship. And I was. I had an audible, I made an audible yeah. noise when she started to go over and help him with his, <gasps> take his suit off. Oh yes. my God. I was and so Sam, uncomfortable. I was sitting next to Sam Schultz who hosts uh, the Real Love podcast. And he started laughing because when she walked in and started doing that, I went, uh-huh. Yeah. No, I was yeah. so not ready for that. I'm glad they didn't go yeah. Yeah. into that. There yeah. were several moments with Wonder Woman that just made me cringe. That was one of them where yeah. it's like, I'm, I don't want her to enter. And this is like relationship baiting or something ridiculous like that. Also, when Aquaman was sitting on the lasso of truth mm-hmm. and going over to his things like, oh, I don't think you'll amount to anything. I, I think you're just a kid. And then to Wonder Woman, he's like, and you're just gorgeous. Yeah. And I was no, yeah. and see <laughs> like, if that there was, just was unnecessary. Yeah, that felt unnecessary. The relationship tension, whatever between Bruce and Diana, because they also added in the line with him and Alfred, mm-hmm. where he's like, "I want her for her skills," and he's like, "Sure you do." And it's like, Ugh. yeah, the thing like, with the lasso was really annoying too because it's otherwise a very like a, it was otherwise a really good joke and gag, and yes. it was like just literally yes. like you just walk. don't need to like stick in that jab. Yes, yeah, yeah. But yeah. that the, reduction of your only female superhero yeah. mm-hmm. to gorgeous. Yes, <laughs> but yeah. then there is the really nice moment in a similar vein of when Flash trips. Because mm-hmm. he is distracted by Wonder Woman. He's like doing his like fast yep. motion-y thing yep. running around. Yep. And yep. he like sees Wonder Woman and he's very happy that he, like, he helped her out. And he's like just staring at her. And then he trips. Which is a thing that's like you don't expect the Flash to trip. Because he's like he's a superhero. He's super fast. Yeah, like, yeah. He can do everything. And then like in that moment it humanized him. And I think that was an okay way to kind of play on that. Yeah. But yeah, they have Aquaman but it's also, just. See the problem there is. Well, that's the problem. The, 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 the reason that scene worked I think. This is my opinion. Um, Is one, we didn't need to humanize Ezra Miller. He had been human since we saw him. They, he, I don't know why he was so well written because everybody Mm -hmm. else was not. It was weird. But he was like, he stood out as like, this is a very well written character. But hold on. The, (laughs) my point here is, he it didn't seem to me that he was looking at her as like look how hot she is it seemed more like i'm fighting alongside a god uh, I, I, I i definitely didn't... got that she's how hot she is That's but what I, I, thought. I i definitely took it as that but I, I also think it's a little bit different because he is he is the little boy of the, yeah, of the group that's true and so it is inherently different yeah. than than aquaman who's like this big badass that's like true. not being able to see her as as right. like whole and complete. Because he seems more like a peer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who like, yes. he's Correct. like, oh yeah, we got this gorgeous girl over here. Yeah. As opposed to like, Flash is just like kind of amazed by everything. He's yes. like, look, what? Yeah. Uh, who are you? What hap- What's happening? Yeah. And so, yeah. yeah, I think you're right. Did we hit all three of the boyfriend points? I think so. I feel like we did. Yeah, the only other thing was the, the, same Aquaman problem, so it'd Amber, just be rehashing Amber. that Amber yeah. Heard is just oh, yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. Question mark. Like she seemed to be pretty powerful. She could create bubbles She's of air. She's one of three Atlanteans, apparently. Yeah. Apparently. I actually like that was a scene that I up until they had the conversation, I was enjoying. I liked her like slapping and making mm-hmm. the water do shit. I was like, that's cool. And yeah. then it, you know, then he comes in and yeah, he punches up and she punches his mouth, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, and I liked his line to her. It's like, you took a hit. You okay? <laughs> like, yeah. I liked that 
back and forth. But then when they get into the whole mother thing, and it I was made like, no oh, sense. this is your plot point. Yeah. You're yeah. here to tell yeah. him about his you mom. Been, but, it's kind of like a video game character who's waiting in one yeah. spot in the yeah. forest. <laughs> but you walk up to and you're like, hey, what are you doing here? They're like, you have a quest. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, thanks for letting me know. Uh-huh. But like, the it also made it less like, had she been in like a massive Atlantean city and there was a bunch of people there, this culture, like it felt like maybe a little bit better that he goes there and fights these people off and mm-hmm. then he goes to the throne room, whatever. But there's yeah. seems like there's two guards and her. Yeah, and and mm-hmm. I think that also plays into like we got to see that with the Amazonians, who incidentally yeah. we had already seen, but mm-hmm. yeah. we get to see it again here. And so um when you're in uh Themyscira and Everybody's fighting. You're seeing these, you know, basically a legion working with um, Hippolyta. And then who's the one that's really kicking ass and surviving? Hippolyta. Uh-huh. So it makes you look at her and go, she's a badass. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And you could have done that with She like, sacrifices her own people she in that does. temple. She's like, yeah. you close that gate. You're not getting out of that temple, clearly, is the right. plan. It's like, yeah. you right. seal these doors. You're dying in there for me and for the greater good for of this, this cube. Yeah. 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 And that and sets up a great sense of like, oh, this is bad. Mm-hmm. And that's great. And then when she's out, man, she's doing everything she can to stay ahead of Steppenwolf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Like everything, I think that's really good solid storytelling it's simple but it's it's solid mm-hmm. and we didn't get that with amber heard as mira in mm-hmm. atlantis like that could have been a cool sequence where amber heard comes out at the front and everybody else is getting slaughtered and she's just throwing down mm-hmm. yeah you know and and it, like they didn't do that though uh-huh. i think this will lead into a good conversation of the diminishing returns of the mother boxes yeah. <laughs> yeah. because we have the first mother box there's three of these things uh the first one is the one that's uh, protected by the Amazonians mm-hmm. and they literally like who we haven't even talked about Steppenwolf, Steppenwolf that much yet but like Steppenwolf is <laughs> he's a bad CG there's, character yeah, who wants to destroy the world to say. he's there a is, badly written like th- hollow villain yes mm-hmm. there's no like he doesn't I, even look good no. there's no, no there there yeah. which is why we haven't talked there's nothing about yes. <laughs> he's uninteresting he looks completely different from if you've seen there was a d- deleted scene that Warner Brothers yeah. released uh, from Batman Superman of Steppenwolf's first appearance, he looks 100% different. So it's and like, not better. Not better, <laughs> not worse. Bad. Yeah, <laughs> kind of cool in that scene. It, it, yeah, but I, one, no one cares about Steppenwolf. Well, that's true. Uh, yep. And two, to make him a terrible CGI character that we can't even recognize as the actor that he is, like, it's he's bad. That's, yeah. that's yeah. the summary of Steppenwolf. He's yeah. bad. So, but... He is a bad guy. Yes, and his powers seem to go in and out a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Because... Uh, the inconsistency of the uh, villain. The inconsistency of what? Like, yeah. Inconsistency. Like, wait a minute. So you can outrun Steppenwolf this time, but a second ago, he just jumped a thousand feet across the world to, to mm-hmm. like, slay your horse. Um, but so, like, thou- it seems like at least hundreds of the Amazonians get killed fighting to protect this mother box. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then he ends up getting it and taking off. So he has the first one. Second one we've alluded to, he goes down to Atlantis, fights like three people, pretty mm-hmm. easily takes that one. Yeah. With yeah. very little fight, very little help from like Aquaman. Um, I think he like throws one punch. Yeah. Like, and so that's like, that one is like, pales in comparison to the Amazonian mm-hmm. scene. The Amazonian you, scene was like one of the yeah. few scenes that I genuinely enjoyed. Yeah, I was, like, you I was, get to yeah, see like was, a thousand women on horses coming uh-huh, over the mountain. You're like, ass. oh and the, shit. All the, like the stuff with the ropes. It was yeah. cool. It was cool. Yeah. It was all super cool. I agree. I totally and, agree. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> we have the third mother box, which 
I guess predictably, they talk about how the three mother boxes are protected by the Amazonians, the Atlanteans, and men. And out of the three of those, who do you think is the... Uh, the weak link? The weak link. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> men. So somehow the mother box just happens to be in Metropolis. Um, that's where it was, of course. Uh, yeah, Star Labs. Yeah, because you uh-huh. don't want to make the heroes work at all to find it. Mm-hmm. Um, Create so, a science organization just so it can be there. Yeah. Um, but... So they get it. They're protecting it at first and they have it with them in this like little case. They use it to resurrect Superman, but that's exactly when everything goes wrong is they resurrect Superman and Superman like he explodes out. He flies off. put this together. Yeah. 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 Wait. I spent once he, once he like, you you see the box go flying and I spend the rest of the, like that whole scene where they're like trying to negotiate with Superman. I'm like, Okay, the but box. the box. Get the box. And this okay, is exactly the, box. the point. Okay, the box. This is why. I think, why are none of you thinking about the yeah. fucking box? When it, when it comes to like the problems with this movie and the overall like skill that goes into it and the decisions that are made, I think this is one of the most glaring examples of zero thought being put into the scene, or mm-hmm. they reshot something mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they couldn't figure out a way to change it. But what happens in this scene is okay. So Superman's alive. He's he's evil right now. And so they need to go find where he went because he like flew out of their little resurrection chamber. The the heroes rush off uh-huh. to go find Superman uh-huh. <laughs> to see where he's at, which fun little detail in that scene that I do enjoy is that Aquaman, Cyborg, Flash, and Wonder Woman are there standing in front of him. And then like two minutes later, Batman runs up out of breath because uh-huh. clearly he's not as fast as them. I am Batman. And I love that yeah, so yeah, much. Yes. He's like, I'm here too. <laughs> so that was pretty good. Yeah, but yeah. as Nicole said, during this whole scene, when Superman flies away, the box Batman, who's also... not as fast as everybody, could have been worrying about the fucking box. No, because we see the box <laughs> fly out of the thing and land on the car. Yeah. Like it smashes mm-hmm. into a car. It sits there and they run the other direction. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. this whole big Superman scene happens where he's evil. We'll talk about that. And at the end of it, we get a, like these beams come out of the sky that Steppenwolf uses to, to transport around. Mm-hmm. They're nothing like Thor's beams. Not at all. Not at all in any way. No. (laughs) And if you can tell me how they're different, tweet me. Um, (laughs) So. At Matthew Gatos. Yeah. Uh, Hashtag Steppenwolf. Um, So. He. So we. uh, There's so much wrong with this part. Um, So the beam comes down. It's behind a building. Mm -hmm. We don't see what's happening back there. We cut to Wonder Woman and Cyborg who go. The mother box. This is the first time they've realized they forgot the mother yeah. box. Mm-hmm. It cuts back to a shot that's the same shot of the mother box on the smashed car. Doesn't show anybody going after it. Doesn't show anybody rushing to go save it. And then it cuts back to their point of view and you see the beam go back up into the sky and they're like, oh, he got it. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and you're like, when? We didn't see him. We didn't see any par- like parademons rush over and grab it. We saw the same shot of the box on the car we saw you realize you're you've got the fucking flash with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because then, hey Flash, uh wanna get that? <laughs> yeah. But no. No, no. They no. just look, Literally they nothing. watch it happen and they realize in the moment that they, he took it, 
and they don't react even though this is literally his entire yep. plot yes. is to get all three boxes yep. to destroy the world. This he is the end of the world. Yes. And he hasn't been sneaky about this. Like, yeah. No. Like, so like when uh, in the first Avengers where Loki gets himself captured, if you stop and think, well, any movie that has a thing where the villain gets themselves captured is usually if you start to break it down, doesn't work. Mm-hmm. But when you're in the movie. Yeah. It, it mm-hmm. feels it's fine. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, if you stop and if you step back too far. Well, especially it, if they're not trying to fool you. If yeah. you're like, guys, no, he's wanted to be captured. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's yeah. there's that. And and in the Avengers, they even say that. Like, I think Bruce Banner is the one that says, like, no, nah, I, 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 I you notice how he's the only one who's not or no, it was Nick Fury. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. but in the movie, in Justice League, I'm watching this and I'm going. Nobody thought. And then nobody even calls it out. Like, nobody's like, boy, I guess we should have kept an eye on that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Batman doesn't been... come back and goes, hey, guys, where's the mother box? As, <laughs> and as, like, as an what audience is? member, I like, could not pay attention to, like, the whole, like, the thing with Superman because I kept thinking the box. <laughs> yeah. The box. Well, because the they, made, they made yes. such a big deal about showing it land on that car. Yeah. 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 Yes. And then to, like, show no one go and grab it. Mm-hmm. Like, right. Cyborg should have grabbed it. It's his, like, it's a part of him. That's, yeah. He's been the protector of this thing. And especially since, why, like, Cyborg doesn't know, like, I can almost, you can almost Uh, make the argument that, like, Wonder Woman and, and, uh, you know, Bruce Wayne and Superman, they all fought together. So they're, you know, that's that's my friend and that's, like, what really matters. You know, they didn't really develop Mm -hmm. those relationships compellingly. But but, you're right. But you can almost make that case. Why the fuck does Cyborg even care? Or Flash. Or Flash. Neither one of them need to be there. They don't need to be there. They just dug him up. They don't care about him. Right. They don't, and, 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 like, also, like, how are they gonna sort of reach him Connect it, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. why? Why? If anything, why? Cyborg why? makes it worse. Yes, yeah. Because Cyborg, his suit fact, gets defensive and shoots at Superman. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. It yep. is. It is absolutely mind-bending. Now, I want to talk about the inconsistencies really quick, and not yeah. just within the movie, uh-huh. but within the overall DC universe mm-hmm. that they have created here. Do you so, mean between is the movies? Is it time to yell movies. about Wonder Woman? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So there are small things that mm-hmm. they did that I'm like. That's inaccurate. Mm-hmm. One of the worst things, that, and Sari hasn't seen this, but one of the <laughs> worst parts of Batman Superman is that the introduction of the Justice League is basically done through a Microsoft Silverlight file <laughs> that's emailed to Wonder Woman from Bruce Wayne's account. Uh-huh. Here's another thing. Fucking Aquaman just outs Bruce Wayne in front of everybody in that village. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think their, their, their assumption is that, like, nobody in this town gives a shit. Yeah. So, but yeah, he, like... Refers to him as Batman and Bruce Wayne out loud. Yeah. Just yeah. In bat, you're out of your mind, Bruce Wayne. Yeah, <laughs> it's like um, everyone to hear that. Dude. But <laughs> anyway, so he yeah. th- th- they open it up, and this is before the fight with Doomsday is going down, mm-hmm. because Wonder Woman is looking at it on her computer, mm-hmm. huh. and they show the mother box opening up and changing um, Victor into Cyborg. Mm. Oh, and then yeah. in this movie, mm-hmm. he says after Superman died, the mother box went crazy and created me. Oh, uh-huh. so there's that. Uh-huh. That what uh-huh. I would consider a small one. Uh-huh. The biggest one to me is in Batman Superman. It is made, in my opinion, it's made clear that Wonder Woman is not known. Uh huh. At the end of Wonder Woman, 
she says in a voiceover at the end, but I decided to help people. And I decided to, I don't even know she says I decided to be a beacon, but she says something. She says, mm-hmm. she helped, decide, she de- says that she decided to help people for sure. I don't remember the particulars of yeah. it, but my sort of hazy memory of it is such that those two things, not getting to Justice League, mm-hmm. those two things aren't necessarily incompatible. That you can say that sort of, that Wonder Woman post- that you know that hundred year time frame, she is quietly helping people. That she's basically like that she's not going to be she's not being the Superman, but that she is still like doing good. It's yeah. it's it's plausible. Like that 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 makes yeah. sense. Those was, two things are reconcilable. They, uh, I disagree my, with that. But well, okay. my my only issue with that is that we've never seen her do anything quietly. We've seen her walk into the middle sure, of a battlefield yes, in World War One, and then true. in this movie we that's see her true. charge in through a window to fight a terrorist with a bomb, and so it's like. She's not fighting small crimes or like yeah. correcting small injustices. Like That's true. we only see her like she's not hiding her face. She's charging in headfirst. I, I guess so. Uh, mostly, I, I mostly what I'm saying is that I would have forgiven Batman Superman that yeah. if they hadn't like leaned into it so aggressively. Exactly. In That's right. my problem because they I'm lean getting. back into it in Justice League. So that at the end they say, okay, well we're going to rewrite this a little bit, and she hasn't been totally gone. At the end of Wonder Woman, uh-huh. right? And I'm like, okay, that's our, fine. Yeah. You know, tone, whatever. And she, we wanted to leave people on a more hopeful note. Yes. Sure. Fine. But then yeah. in Justice League, two things. <laughs> One, she's out there helping people. Mm-hmm. Two, Batman scolding her for not helping people. Mm-hmm. This is very true. Uh-huh. <laughs> the first thing we see her do is save Help. a bunch of children uh-huh. and, and people. Cool, and, and, a real cool shot of her standing on the, the Lady Justice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not like it's a whatever, but I, yeah. I enjoyed it. <laughs> it's one of the many subtleties <laughs> of this movie. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, but that's it, a great metaphor for the subtleties of this movie. Yeah. 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 This movie is the not The first subtle. shot of Wonder Woman is her theme song blaring and her standing on a statue of the Lady of Justice. It's like, yep, got it. Look, yeah. look if, I'm going to say. If we're going to get punched in the face with Wonder Woman being awesome, that's oh, a yeah. punch in the face I'll take. I also yeah. now I'm very fond of that theme. But supposedly she's just been mourning, mourning her boyfriend yeah, for a hundred years. Fucking, she's a god. She's yeah. how many hundreds mm-hmm. of years old? But she like fucked Steve Trevor once, <laughs> and she mourns him for a hundred years. What? Like I just, yeah. it is like how much fun I had at Wonder like I don't give a shit about superheroes in like right. a general mm-hmm. sense right. yeah. but I had a blast watching Wonder Woman I did too I, like that the the no man's land scene like, is incredible me, like it made me tear up <laughs> yeah like because it's beautiful and like to take all of that goodwill I like I felt <laughs> I yeah like that everything you felt of, personally attacked I felt mm-hmm. yeah. personally attacked <laughs> by this by this movie yeah. Yeah. Like, what? what? My least favorite scene in Wonder Woman is when they sleep together. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. When they when they yeah. sleep with each other is like that's the moment where I was like, ah, oh, you didn't need that. I and I got I, I completely understand why it's there as well, but like I was I didn't care that much about Steve Trevor. Yeah. And yeah. so like even the end of Wonder Woman, I'm like, eh. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, so, like, I am fine with 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 like the the dynamic with Steve Trevor as yeah. a device that integrates her into humanity. Right. But like, she doesn't fine. come off Whatever. in Wonder Woman like a character that's going to mourn him for a hundred oh, years. Nah. Yeah, like <laughs> and again, if we want to compare story points to Marvel, like Captain America. We had Captain America, another uh Steve die uh 
die. All, in all a, the actors are named Chris. Yep. And they're all, all the characters Steve's. are named Steve. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not Steve Trevor, Steve Rogers. Keep it straight. <laughs> Very different. <laughs> they both die crashing planes to sacrifice themselves uh-huh. Uh-huh. for the greater good. Uh-huh. Um, the difference there. Fighting Germans. Yeah. The difference there. Is uh, Agent Carter goes on with her life. Yep. Mm-hmm. She gets a family. Yep. She, we see her as a very strong like woman who continued on with her life. And yes, loved Steve, mourned Steve for years. But like she got shit done. She was uh-huh. able to get shit done. And uh, according to her TV show, was a complete badass without mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. whereas in the Wonder Woman we get in this movie. Everyone else tells us that she's been mourning Steve Trevor for a hundred years and chosen to like not do anything with her life for a hundred years up until now, Mm -hmm. until Batman asked her to. Mm -hmm. She's like, I guess. But it's like literally like the first thing she says to Bruce Wayne, like he's building his bat jet and she walks in. And the first thing we hear her say is. I knew a man who would have loved to fly this. Yep. And I'm like, she, she can't oh have my a God. scene that isn't, yeah, that isn't about him. And, and so yeah. you could have easily, earlier. you could have easily done the thing where it, the, her big thing is like, what does it matter? Humanity's gonna destroy itself anyway. Right. Like right. that you, could be you, the yeah, lesson you, she learned. If you, if you wanted her, and, and even in a way that's like, okay, fine, you're, you're taking a sort of revisionist spin on the end of one, yeah. you know, like we're disregarding the way that that movie actually ended. Mm-hmm. But like, Building on that, if you want to, but you know, build on that story, you can say that she comes down on like it's you know a little bit of the Aries side of things. Yeah, it's like yeah. you know, or even say you hint at things that we haven't seen yet. Right, like you're trying to build mm-hmm. a universe. Right, right. right like what right. is Wonder Woman two gonna be? Yeah, is it gonna be the in between story? Are we gonna see her doing nothing in the sixties? <laughs> Like, is she like a beehive hairdo housewife in the 60s? Is that the idea for Wonder Woman 2? Like, what is the... No, like, just in the museum, sad. <laughs> it's just a real-time two-hour video yes. of her cleaning a Wonder statue. Wonder Woman one a statue. night at the museum. Yes. And then every time any one of her girlfriends asks if she wants to go out, she's like, oh, no. no. Then she opens the drawer where she keeps the, the picture of Trevor. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. This is... Okay, uh, we're, we're going to go long on this episode. But I think we already have. We got to talk about the mustache. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what mustache? There's no mustache here. So for those of you who don't know, what happened was they needed to do reshoots. So they got Henry Cavill back. Henry Cavill had grown a mustache for Mission Impossible 6, I think. And Paramount. Well, yeah, it's whatever. It's Mission Impossible. That's all I know. He... Paramount let him do the reshoots, but Paramount said, you can't shave the mustache. It's in your contract. You can't shave it. (laughs) Mustache contract. So uh, that left DC having to computer remove his mustache. Now, I get that problem. I am completely okay with that. Two things, though. One, maybe don't do (laughs) close-ups. Every single shot of him was almost a close-up. Every single shot (laughs) Uh was a close-up of Henry Cavill's face, which is a beautiful face. But it's got a chiseled jaw. But something was just off about it. It looked weird. Uh My favorite thing is I forgot about the mustache thing. (laughs) Like, I forgot they did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the close-ups of him, I'm like, something's off. Oh. I I did not know it until Nick told yeah. me. But yes. I also I also every time I saw his face, I was like, "Why is he weird?" Yeah, same. <laughs> Something same. was just slightly off. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing: if you're gonna do that, 
Don't make it be the very first thing we see in the mo. If we're gonna talk about things to cut from this movie, what right? That uh, what the movie opens with two very fake children, uh, iPhone recording a video of Superman, and he turns around. He turns around. You're like, whoa, weird face. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I I like sat back and put my arms up. I was like, whoa. But they ask him, they're like, Superman, answer a few questions. We have a podcast. We want to put this on. I'm like, oh, this is weird. Uh, These children have a podcast that they're recording Superman for, Mm -hmm. and he's totally into it. Uh Um, Uh And then they ask him about being Superman. And then this clip just ends with him saying, like, what's your favorite part of Earth, Superman? And he's like, thinks my favorite part. And then nothing. (laughs) They cut away to, welcome to the Justice League movie. Now that we're talking about it, it almost makes me think that they were like, uh, Oh, people loved the Spider-Man movie that began oh, with God, you're the right. major oh, vertical video. You're right. <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh my God! You cracked the code, Nicole. <laughs> they literally just keep taking Marvel things. People like Spider-Man. Just yeah. put some Spider-Man stuff in there. Not having seen Batman versus Superman, I thought that they dropped it in to show like this is what Superman was like beforehand. He no. was no and good or something like that so that there was like uh, he was good then he was evil in the weird in the middle yeah. of the movie and then good again at the I end. mean that's oh, probably sure. why it's there yeah. to remind you like what Superman was a little bit yeah. but it does a shitty job oh it was oh awful yeah, yeah it and not- to be fair when we've seen Superman in the past couple movies like everyone he saves he's like saving like a crashing satellite and like he's not like saving kittens from trees mm-hmm. it's also just not necessary like it this goes back to the like what sarah was saying before mm-hmm. about feeling like everything that she didn't know you felt like you were beaten over the head with it like yeah. we get that people loved superman and mm-hmm. like yeah. we don't like we don't need to they don't need to show us that like that at that point is driven home in a thousand other ways yeah. absolutely that you can infer that superman was like yeah. good and pure and beloved mm-hmm. and you should if you're gonna do that scene and it's gonna end with a cliffhanger question, you could pay it off maybe? Well, or <laughs> let it be an interesting question or a question that we kind of know the answer to of like what he right. would answer. Mm-hmm. Right. But instead of what's your favorite part of Earth? I have no idea what the fuck his answer yeah, is. Is it Metropolis? That's maybe. Lois. Lois. Yeah. Is mom's farm? Like the top of the yeah, Earth. It's Lois. Like, but it's like, we don't get that we don't know enough to answer that. We don't ever get his answer. Yeah, it's yeah. never paid off. I, I feel I feel like probably the answer is lowest and you but and like that payoff could happen though in conjunction with I mean like it would be stupid. Yeah. But yeah. at least like if he you was know. like you're my favorite part of earth. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so God. You're a cornfield. Like, like, like literally something really? like yes, ma'am. A, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. But they were they worked so hard to cut this movie down. Uh-huh. Yeah. Why did, Why did you, you leave that? that? Yeah. yeah. Like that makes no no sense and it is such a for me it was such a jarring thing yeah. oh, yeah. to see right. him turn around and go something's not right yeah. well because the next scene after that is the dark gloomy yeah. almost like every other Batman movie we have opens with like a, a dark gloomy rooftop yep. hey there's a bad guy Batman's in the shadows he's gonna get mm-hmm. him multiple Batman movies open this way like it's, sure. it's almost exactly how both like um doesn't Dark Knight do that? Or there's a scene in Batman Begins where it's very similar. Well, it's when, yeah. I, when it, he's hanging yeah. a person over the roof. And then there's also like Swear the, be- to me. the beginning yeah. of the 89 Batman yep. is very similar to this. And I appreciate that little bit of an homage to those other Batmans. But that should have been the first scene of the movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> 
Something is hitting me. We have to <laughs> tapping. We have to talk about the. Oh, I don't know. Maybe only me and Matt know this. Nick is so Nick is the most excited. happy he has been since before he saw Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking about the Batman score? Yes. So there's a moment where <laughs> there's uh, a couple moments. But yeah, there's, there's one. Co- there's one, one major moment where uh, Commissioner Gordon, played by the underused J.K. Simmons, mm-hmm. um, underused. goes onto the roof and turns on the bat signal, and and Batman like swoops in or whatever, and you get to hear the which is like the '89. Batman iconic theme. Danny Elfman score, which Danny Elfman also scored this movie, so yep. easy to tie in. Um, but <laughs> yeah, that was really cool. It was cool, but now I'm also like I have there's this theory that I didn't start, but I've uh, I agree with it that, mm. <laughs> that uh, Nick Mason from the Weekly Planet started, which is the idea of like this is the, the Tim Burton universe. The oh. Tim Burton Batman universe. See, and... Now, hold on. No, no, no. I was going to agree with you a little. <laughs> <laughs> because Batman is a murderer. Well, you didn't see this. They they, they scaled that. I heard that. the podcast. They scaled yeah. that right <laughs> you guys back. Are like, <laughs> they scaled yeah. that. The one defining trait of Batman that I know is that he is non-lethal. Yeah. But, uh, apparently. But they scaled that right back for this movie. Okay. Like, he they, didn't kill anyone. He yeah. doesn't kill I don't it. think there's any human characters like outside of well, the Justice that, League yeah. in this movie. Uh-huh. Well, I was... I was it, oh, there's that family in the house with the yeah. bug spray. Oh, the you Russian know? Yeah. yeah, the Russian yeah. family. So, but... Ugh. But in 89 Batman, he's a straight-up murderer. He just kills any criminal. Mm-hmm. He shoots at a parade of people with machine guns. Yeah, throws bombs. Like yeah. so, And then he the, the Batmobile is a similar design to the 89 Batman. It's not the same, but it's similar. Batwing is a similar design. And, that, you know, it's for, it's for a little bit, it's kind of funny. I'm kind of like, ah, that would be funny. And he's been doing it for 20 years. And he, he says... says the, the, wind up a, penguins. There's a line about <laughs> wind up exploding penguins, which means he's already fought the penguin in this universe. Yeah. We're never going to get a penguin mm-hmm. in this universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And then now the theme from that 1989 movie is played when he shows up. Huh. Yeah. So now I'm even. It's even more like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, <laughs> the conspiracy. Well, well uh-huh, there's also uh-huh. I would say. Out of, out of the, all the egregious things we talked about in this movie, and there's many, yeah. um, there's one more tie to an 89 Batman movie that <laughs> feels less purposeful, um, and it's another score-related moment for me. Okay. It is the goofy-ass score that is playing when the terrorist is bringing the bomb into the building that Wonder Woman's going to save. Mm, yeah. When he's walking in, there's like this like... very Daniel. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah. But for the rest of the movie, that doesn't happen. That's true. He's a very yeah. controlled like yeah. scorer usually. But that scene sounds like... You could take that music and put it under one of the Joker scenes from yeah. the 89 Batman of you like, could. here comes the wacky villain to yeah. try his plot. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And it's very strange. Yes. And because it's so early in the movie, you're like, what is this movie gonna be? Yeah, like we mm-hmm. just had Batman fighting crime, and all of a sudden you get a villain coming in, and you get the and you're just like, oh, is he wacky? He just seems like a terrorist with a giant bomb. Uh-huh, like uh-huh. I should be afraid. He's no, like pointing a, a gun point. at children. Yeah, yep. uh, but it, I was like, is it if this whole movie scored like that? I was. It would have been interesting. Yeah, like in a bad way. <laughs> Luckily, they shifted away from that, but it just felt like a very weird sort of tie-in, like. That sounds like 80s Danny Elfman scoring yep. and in a very non like funny superhero yep. moment. It was very weird. And it was and it, again, it, it just feels like this franchise is all over the map. 
and it does yeah. it, it does not know it's not learning the right lessons. Like most movie studios, though, don't learn the right lessons. Like they they rarely learn what actually went wrong. Nicole and I were talking earlier uh, on uh, Slack about the fact that I'm reading what critics are saying, and I feel like studios are going to read those critiques incorrectly. And it, huh. and so it's like they decided, ooh, okay, everybody thought Batman versus Superman was too dour and too and too serious. So now everybody's a jokey in, in yeah. this movie. Yeah. yeah. And that is not, in my opinion, that is not the problem with Batman Superman right. or the problem with Suicide Squad or the problem with Man of Steel. You can have serious comic book movies. Yeah. You can have a serious Batman movie. We right. did. We had three of them. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That were all, you know, even if you don't love those movies, they're very good. Like they're very well-made movies that are a vision again they're yeah. they're a single vision and so they're just saying oh no jokes okay let's just put in all the jokes uh-huh. and i feel like that's a, a very obvious studio problem where they're they're just over course correcting in in one way or another and it, it's yeah. very frustrating because the studio hears people say that like marvel has heart and is lighthearted and like people enjoy themselves when they're seeing marvel movies and that dc is too like dark and menacing and brooding and it's like that's true but that's but, not the problem. Yeah, the problem yeah. is that you don't give a shit about your character. Yes. yes. Yeah. That is the problem. And it just is amplified when you have a movie with so many characters that you don't spend time with any of them. Oh. I will say it like... moderately worked in the, this is sort of, you know, the, the big Marvel critique is that they're all just, uh, you know, trailers for the next movie. It moderately worked at that because I am... I'll see the Jason Momoa Aquaman movie. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, da- I'm mostly down to see an Ezra Miller Flash movie. I am more uh, hopeful than I have been for the DC universe before. Like before this, I had zero hope. Like my bar was <laughs> on the ground for Justice League. Yeah. After seeing it, as much as I didn't like it, I think if you give those other movies to competent directors like uh-huh. Patty Jenkins and other Just people, give it all to Patty like, Jenkins. So I will say in that regard, like as far as like seeing future movies, like. I probably will end up seeing a Justice League 2 because the setup's all there now. What are they going to do with these characters now? I'm going to keep watching everything they put the, what this yeah. Wonder Woman in. I, yes. I enjoy her so immensely, even yeah. even in spite of the fact that this movie served her so egregiously. Yes, but I believe that Wonder Woman 2 will be better, fingers crossed. And how yeah. they treat her character. Yeah, but, I guess that that yeah that that's the the, the sort of the question mark, right? Yeah. Wonder Woman two comes out, and they sort of you know follow this this line of you you can't though like you can't Wonder she can't Woman be two the, the morning of, the movie. of Steve Trevor yeah have like, this yeah and yeah, be this and character this, yes. yes exactly like the problem here is that she is a she is not like this is still supposed to be fundamentally a Batman and Superman movie mm. is like yeah. part of what is part of what is wrong here. Yes. And so and because she is thus like a secondary character t- to the the stupid Batman Superman plot. <laughs> How cool would it have been if she had to go recruit him? Yeah. Uh-huh. Right? Holy shit. Yeah. Yes. Or yes. It, like even if they took that moment like we talked about of saying she needs to step up and be a leader if she yes. fully became the new no, leader of the no. Justice League. Okay, you start the movie at the uh, with the with the first box. You start it there. Yep. They call Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman's like, "Oh shit. Guys, we got to mm-hmm. do shit. Let's yeah. get the team together." And she knows she we saw her meet Bruce, like, right. you know, Batman yeah. v Superman. So then she is the one who says, Oh my god! Yeah, and you yeah. don't have. Why Bruce? wasn't that the yeah. movie? You don't yeah. have Bruce bumbling around with like, "What are these three boxes <laughs> <laughs> in the green goop?" Like trying I, to figure I know. them out. I have all of my ancient yes. knowledge. She already yeah. knows to like 
that it doesn't make sense. Yeah, we like, don't what, need him to handle her, this. Yeah. Hey, what is this weird box? And she'd be like, oh, we have one of those. Yeah. On the we, mascara. Yeah. By the way. Protecting it forever. Uh-huh. I know. You it's real know bad. The other ones are? Uh-huh. Oh, I know about Atlanteans, actually. You should have asked me about Aquaman because uh-huh. we fought together in this great war. Uh-huh. Yes. We totally know each other. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Like, fascinating. So, uh-huh. Let's move on then yeah. to our famous segment of how would I fix this? Nicole, yeah. is that how you would fix it? I, yeah, I, I mean, I, I had a couple of thoughts. There, none of them held held on. I didn't take notes <laughs> or anything like that. Um, I, yeah, like that to me seems like the biggest fix is that you you like this is a going back to the. I think I feel like there's no there's no fix that doesn't involve going back to the script. I don't think sure. I don't think it's it's there. Uh, I think this is a, a bad script. <laughs> uh, agreed. <laughs> Strongly, and so I don't like. I I don't know. Like, I I guess there are ways you can chop it up. There's a lot of yeah useless shit in the beginning that you could probably chop out. Um, if we were to try to do it just through editing, uh, but I think, I think the I think you go back to the script, and I think that there the simplest way to to like fix it, and the way that I I would probably like the most would be that would be to say we you reframe this as with Wonder Woman as the organizer. Uh, you start the movie with the with him getting the first mother box from Themyscira, and and like you build it out from there. Wonder Woman is the one who ha- like Wonder Woman has all of this knowledge, so you don't have to spend nearly as much time like dicking around with you know explaining it. Like Wonder Woman, yeah. as she, like she goes to Bruce Wayne, says, "Hey." This is what's going on. Um, I, I have all the backstory. One scene resolves that, uh, and then like, and then they go from there, recruiting people rather than spending half of your movie. Right, and she's that. so much more likable than him. Right, yeah, <laughs> like, right. and like, and that is intrinsic to both of their characters yeah. too. Like, that's the other thing is like, even say like yes this batman is inconsistent and not like like it's very difficult to track with who exactly he <laughs> yeah. is but he's never presented like in this well this movie in particular doesn't try to sell him as like as like mr likable so no but yeah. wonder woman is being mm-hmm. like is a like when they split up person, to go so. recruit Ooh. the flash and cyborg ben uh batman i was gonna say ben affleck but bruce wayne uh goes to uh, the Flash is like Lair mm-hmm. and recruits him by essentially saying like, hey, you need to help me. And he's like, cool, I don't have friends, sure. Yeah. And like that's the whole yeah. dynamic between them. Whereas Diana <laughs> appeals to like the heart of Cyborg and right. is like, yes. oh, I can help you. I used to be like you, I, like yes. let's talk. And then yes. he freaks out and he flies away and Batman's like, where is he? And she's like, give him time. Like yeah. she's uh-huh. very like yes. consoling. Yes. She's there for them. Like she has the heart. And Batman's yeah. just like, where's so, my team? I, I, the, like the longer that I think about this other version of the movie <laughs> that we didn't get to uh-huh. watch, I the, agree. the sadder well, Especially because the seeds are there. Yeah. 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 Oh, they totally well, because are. like yeah. how cool would it be? I mean, okay, this is coming from someone who is a fucking Batman fan. Uh-huh. How cool would it be, it would be cool for me, if she had to go convince him and we are seeing this battle-weary, broken-down Batman who mm-hmm. has been doing everything on his own for so long. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Again, we well, almost get We yeah. almost get This is all there. Like, yeah. that's the thing. Like, yeah. we're not, like, I'm not, this isn't, like, a huge act of invention. No, no. Like, This is taking what is fundamentally there and, yeah. like, nudge it a little to the left and you have this much because better movie. Because in the comics and in, uh, like, the cartoons that they did, Batman is there, but he's always... On the edge, he's on the he's the outsider. He's mm-hmm. not like them, and he knows that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that works. That works fine. And you could, but him being the leader who's trying to rally everybody, 
in this movie. One, it doesn't work because they haven't written that character to do that. But two, it's just not very much a Batman thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it also makes more sense for her to go recruit the Flash because why was his dad in here? That frustrated me because he was like, he had this tie to his dad and then as soon as Batman swept in, it was like, help me out. He's like, oh, I have no friends after he's been staying in the city working four jobs to be near his dad in jail. Yeah, I think that's just setting up that uh, Flash movie. Yeah. (laughs) But if Wonder Woman was the one to recruit him, she could come in like, there could be such a good found family storyline for him. Yeah. yeah. And I love found family <laughs> movies. Yeah. And it was or like, they could have even given which, also like, having, Beth, having like, Whedon, yeah. uh, Whedon hand in there, like that is also sort of in his his like go to wheelhouse. Found uh, families. Yes. Yeah. Found yeah. families. Like, yeah. Uh, it is like yeah. so easy uh, to. Could have even have... <laughs> made Bruce Wayne a little bit more likable and had him even appeal to the family side of things. Oh, yeah. F- He's okay, like a dark hey, father figure. Yeah. Why not? Right. I will buy any of this besides. Yeah. Well, because it's like, hey, okay, your dad's me. in jail. You're you're essentially an orphan. Mm-hmm. I'm an orphan. Right. I yeah. can relate to you a bit about yep. like we've both lost our parents. Yep. Wow, that would be character. Like, his, yeah. his 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 mom <laughs> was murdered. Like the Flash's mom is murdered. His dad's in jail. Yeah. He lost yeah. his parents. Yeah. Like instead of just like I'm rich, want to hang out. Uh-huh. <laughs> like that was their whole character building moment. They had all the pieces there, and they, they really just didn't. Did. Look, I I don't have anything to add. Oh, I do. So, yeah, okay. okay so, yeah, but I also I have am, different ideas. So, I'm yeah. seeding so, so my time. That is the movie I want to see. Yeah, yes. Yes. Yeah. That, that is what I was thinking of beforehand. I was like, go back to the script. I want Wonder Woman's leadership arc. But I also think with the Lord of the Rings scene, you had <laughs> Steppenwolf and you had the Amazonians, or the Amazons, you had the. Atlanteans and you had man and Green Lanterns and Green Lanterns and Green Lanterns, and Green Lanterns. so okay which Green is still cool all right which that is was still, still fucking which cool which is still cool mm. okay so four pillars instead of three my my ending still works you have to have the final battle be some uniting yeah. of them like yeah. echo that you yeah. have Aquaman you have Wonder Woman you have I, I'll say Cyborg can represent man or the well, Green Lanterns or Batman a separate Batman as man thing. and Superman as alien yeah Okay, that's that's it. But you can like parallel structure and just wrap it up so nicely. Like their ancestors fought this war. Their ancestors fought to pull these boxes apart by like joining forces, and then they've been split. They're separate in islands and in the bottom of the sea. They rediscover their like or they're representing their ancestral cultures uh-huh, and uh-huh. coming together as uh-huh. a new team yeah. and they're just going to stick with each other now and like continue to save the world together. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's like that would give Aquaman a character because you'd have to have to flesh him out. Rather than just saying your mom would do this. Mm-hmm. Be like you you have a history. Yes, yeah. you have a hi- and you could have him like grapple with that history mm-hmm. how he's been disconnected mm-hmm. from yeah. it. But now, and that's that's Aragorn. I'm consuming, consuming yeah. that into my answer as well. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, but, yeah, because that does fit. Yeah, like yeah that, I know it definitely <laughs> fits. If Wonder Woman's the leader uh-huh. of yeah. this, uh-huh. and this whole thing is about unity, like that yeah. was the th- that was the metaphor they threaded yeah. in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why not? And your and, idea is much more about unity. Yes, in yes. a much more beautiful way. <laughs> yeah. Than they're like, hey, we should work together because. Because because uh-huh. <laughs> one of us alone can't punch hard enough. Yeah, but if we, we all should punch, punch together, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So I, I I I also agree with that. I think that was one of the strengths of Lord of the Rings. Like that mm-hmm. was one of the big strengths was the fact that uh, we fought. The only way to defeat this evil was together. Yeah, because 
we are stronger together than we are apart. And it was getting the armies together, even though the, the armies of men didn't like each other and the elves were dying out. Like it was still about the right. unification. And that's like a, Justice League. Like yeah. that, yeah. that would is... be an interesting thing if like the Atlanteans didn't trust the Amazonians mm-hmm. or yeah. like something like that. Like that'd be a way more interesting story. Yeah. So Matt. how would you fix it? Uh, so I usually try to go at it with what is there. Okay. The oh. the, the clay that Good is luck. there to be molded mm, uh-huh, rather uh-huh. than like, I mean, some movies, yes, completely unsalvageable. And I'm not <laughs> saying my version of fixing this would salvage it, yeah. but it would make it a movie I would rather watch. Okay. Sure. Mm-hmm. Or ha- would have liked better upon a first viewing. Right. This movie, the rumor was that the first cut was like four hours. And then they came in and just chopped half of that down, half of that out. And I think in doing that, they lost a lot of moments. I agree. Mm-hmm. They lost, I don't know plot-wise what they lost because that's hard to know without reading a script or seeing the long version. Yeah. yeah. But it just feels like there's not a single establishing shot in this film. They just throw you into the middle of the next thing. You're on Themyscira. Then you're under the water. And then you're in Gotham. And then you're in Metropolis. Somehow Martha Kent is in Kansas. And then she's in Metropolis. Mm -hmm, And then she's mm -hmm, back in Kansas mm -hmm, two minutes later. mm -hmm. And you don't, like, they just jump around and don't explain anything. Mm -hmm. And so in my head, that four-hour version of this movie has some more of those moments. A little bit more storytelling, sure. a little bit more uh, just time, create some tension, some drama. And what's even more mind-boggling is that this movie is only two hours long and yet has so many useless scenes <laughs> yeah. inside of it. We yeah. have the beginning with Superman on the iPhone. Uh-huh. We have the little lunch date with uh, Martha and Lois. And there's like many, many scenes that feel like they could have been cut out and yet, this movie is very short. And mm-hmm. so, my idea, and maybe they'll even do this with a Blu-ray release, is like... I bet they do. Yes. This is one. I will never watch the extended version of Batman Superman. You guys had to for the podcast. I'm never going to do that because that movie was terrible in its normal form. This it is didn't one, make it any better, by right. the way. Right. This is one where I am excited. I didn't watch the extended version. I oh. watched the normal version. I have on, well, I've only watched the extended version. Right. And it's still terrible. So I am, ex- I am excited to watch the extended version of Justice League. I want to see if there was more there. Mm-hmm. I would let yeah. things linger. I would add in an extra scene with like Cyborg and his dad to like let that character build a little more. It just seemed like that first hour of the film was so many characters being introduced in such a rushed way mm-hmm. yeah. that I didn't know who I was supposed to care about. Yeah. And yeah. I ended up not caring about any of them. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so I just want a little bit more time spent with the moments. Yeah. I want mm-hmm. things to simmer a little bit. I want things to sit. I want to be able to have some tension in that scene where they're trying to decide if they want to resurrect Superman. Mm-hmm. Let it last 10 minutes, 15 minutes, not four. Like, I just want more time to God, let things so dumb. build. Yeah. It was so fucking and, dumb. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. so... <laughs> I don't want to see necessarily the four-hour cut of this yeah. film, mm-hmm. but if there's a two-and-a-half, three-hour cut of this film that gets released, I want that, and I want it to be better. Yeah. yeah. So that would be mm-hmm. – my thing would just be, like, actually make it longer. Yeah. 
And it would maybe make sense because their motivations were non-existent, yes. basically. Because yes. you were given, like, here's your character. Here's one fact about them. Like, yeah. Wonder Woman right. saved someone. Cyborg's yeah. dad made him into this. Like, yeah. Flash is a loner. Yeah. You're, I'm yeah, giving a lot of benefit yeah, of the doubt Yeah, you're saying a lot of good, good faith assumption about yes. what is in that, what's, what's gone. But yeah. still. Yeah, like, I am assuming a lot about Warner Brothers and that they actually did put some of that stuff yeah, into yeah, the first yeah. version. And they had to cut it out for time and everything yeah. else. That may not exist. It may not be there. Mm-hmm. We right. may only get a regular version of this movie when it comes out on DVD because of the multiple directors and different cuts of it. Yeah. They may yeah. not have a solid extended director's cut to put out there. So I don't know if we'll ever see that. I don't know if we'll have proof of more story. But that, in my head, that is my perfect version of this yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. Is like It's obviously their writing would still be very flawed. The yeah. handling of the characters would still be very flawed in many yeah. ways. But if I was going to watch this version, a better version of this movie, mm-hmm. I would just let those moments sit a little bit longer. That's fair. All right, let's move on to rating this sucker. Um, I'll start. I rate all of these movies based on uh, categories, basically like Storms, a one, eh, little rainy, it's fine. Uh, category five, it could kill you. I struggle with this <laughs> because I feel that even though Batman versus Superman is a better made film, mm. better, I'm just saying technically, like the, the technically I think Batman versus Superman is a more cohesive whole of a movie. I enjoyed this more. Mm-hmm. Like I enjoyed Ezra Miller. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed just looking at uh, 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 Cal Drogo. Yeah, Jason, Jason Momoa. Momoa. You look cool. The third yes. Cal Drogo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, 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 he, you know, beyond the fact that he is in some really good shape. Perfect. Yeah. Yes. But he, like his design, he's like, like a the, the, action oh, figure. Like yeah, everything yeah. about him looked great. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so there was that. I also really like Gal Gadot. I, I think she's really good in that mm-hmm. role, even though she was not served well here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I am angry about this movie because I feel like the studio botched this from ground zero. Mm-hmm. Like this mm-hmm. is a, but at the same time, I I can't lie and say that I didn't enjoy parts of it. Yeah. I, I did enjoy parts of it. Yeah. Um. The the bad outweighs the good for me for sure. But yeah. like I did I did have a good time and I'm glad we got to see it in the theater and I'm glad we're doing it on this podcast. But I'm still gonna give it a category three. Mm-hmm. This is serious. Yeah. <laughs> this this is an insulting movie to me. Mm. The fact that this was released after the films we've seen, specifically after Wonder Woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel somewhat personally insulted by Warner Brothers. Yeah. The, I, I find this movie to be inexcusable at a $300 million budget. I, I think that the actors need to abandon their roles and be go and go somewhere where they are treated better because they were not one of them served. is really trying oh i know <laughs> but like wants out desperately oh yeah mm-hmm. and his contract's up so he may only do but regardless yeah. Yeah. I, I i i always feel bad for actors because you're just putting so much trust into yep. the director mm-hmm. in the yep. studio and i feel like they really have been let down yes yeah by this movie and so even though i want to see gal gadot as Wonder Woman again. Like, I, I like her as Wonder Woman. I think she's great. I would not blame her at all if this Brett Ratner thing does not get solved and she just mm. goes, peace out. I'm yeah. like, good for you. Yeah. yeah. You go somewhere where people are going to gonna have something better for you, I guess. I don't know. But this is a three for me. Matt? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also a three for me. 
My scale is different though. Yes. Mine's the PMM, PMP scale. Uh, it's, it's just an enjoyment scale. It's like stars. Um, but so it's a three for me because I feel very similar about the enjoyment level of this film where I liked watching it, but the bad outweighs the good. Yeah. There are some amazing moments that it was, it was fun watching it in the theater because you could see the moments where Batman would crack a joke and hear crickets. <laughs> and then every time Ezra Miller spoke, I would hear Nicole. Yep. Like, <laughs> and she was like a few seats down from me, but I would like hear her laugh and like hear everybody else laughing too. Uh, and just was like, okay, we're enjoying these just moments. Me. You're just a, a little bit of a louder laugher than the average person. Uh, and so I was noticing your laugh. Yeah. Uh, I think I heard Sari a couple I, times. I laughed definitely yeah. at some of the same points. Yeah. Well, yeah. Discussion. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I was laughing. Yeah, yeah. very loud. Well, that's what, yeah. like, so I think where, and I don't want to get too deep into another conversation, but like so many of Flash's jokes were like mm-hmm. character yeah. traits yes. and mm-hmm. building jokes, yeah. whereas yes. other people were just making jokes to make them. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Most of what, when Ezra Miller was being funny, it was because we were finding out more about Barry Allen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're like, well, that's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. He hates brunch because he doesn't know, he doesn't understand it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and nobody can explain it to him fast enough. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but... I lost complete train of thought because I got wrapped up in Ezra Miller again. Well, but, the, good outweighs, the, the bad outweighs the good. Yes, but the good, there's a couple very good moments we didn't talk about, but there's like the Flash and Superman. <laughs> there's two very good yes. things. There are two yes. very there's good things. Extra, yes. There's an extra scene yes. in the credits where there's they're setting one up post-credit for, scene, which is really good. They're set, Yeah, they're setting up for a race. And that's like the eternal question from comic books is who's faster, the Flash or Superman? Mm -hmm. And this scene starts with like Flash saying Superman like, hey, thanks for doing this. Like he clearly wants to be faster than Superman. And they make the bet or Superman's like, okay. That's also Superman's most, it's it's in a post credit scene, but Superman's most endearing moment of the entire movie is I'm curious too. Yeah. 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 Uh The Superman we get at the end of this movie, I will watch that Superman movie. Yes. Who was that guy? Henry Cavill is so charming. His role on the Tudors was literally to be the The charming charming one. And what the fuck is this character? But like, so they make a fun bet where he jokes about like, if if you lose, you're off the team. And he's like, cool. If I win, I get to tell everyone. (laughs) And it's like very charming. They race off towards the camera and then that just cuts away. You don't get to see who wins. But then the other moment, which is fucking great, is during the big climactic battle scene, there's uh, civilians trying to run away from the scene of the explosion or whatever is happening to the world. And uh, I hated this. Uh, yeah. You hated this? Yeah. This I didn't. This I did not like. I, I enjoyed this a lot. The, like the side the, eye. Uh, yeah, the side eye during when they went. So the the, the other one that I thought you were gonna oh, say is yes. when they is when Superman is like first resurrected. Yes. yes. And it's like uh-huh. and they're all great. trying to like negotiate with him, and then that the Flash is, is like, okay, I'll go do my fast thing. And like while he's doing that, all of a sudden you see the the Flash <laughs> s- slow mo or whatever. Yeah, everybody's frozen. Uh huh. Yeah. And then and Superman slowly turns <laughs> his head and. And oh, the Flash's him. face of just like, oh, no, shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. That is really good. My, awesome. yes. That is, in my opinion, the best scene in the movie. Right. The, that, moment, the moment I was alluding to is there's one Flash races uh, out to save some civilians. Superman realizes, oh, there's too many. He can't save them all. And so he goes to then help. And they decide, you go left, I'll go right. And then Flash saves a pickup truck full of a family and he's like all very proud of himself. He's like, look at me, saving people. And he glances over to the right and Superman is carrying an entire apartment building of people. And I enjoyed that a lot. I did not because... Because he just suddenly gets there. That bothered me. Well, it bothered me because Sari and I were talking about Mm -hmm. this. Superman has shown that 
like everybody else can sort of like punch up with Steppenwolf, and they're like, okay, we can keep him busy. Superman shows right. up and just goes thump, and yeah, like, and he's yeah. like, peace, and he's like, peace. I gotta go carry yeah. a building. No, yeah. you don't. You have to deal with the the man trying to exactly. end the world. Exactly, because yeah. if we stop him, yes, those agree. people that will too. be fine. Yeah, Every, yeah everything exactly. about there were multiple yes. layers of that that I was like, what? No, yes. yeah, no. And also that it felt like the climactic, like the reason that we had the Russian family <laughs> was just so that yeah, Flash we, could save yeah, him in the truck. We do not establish that there's a an apartment building full of people yeah, right. also in trouble? It's yeah. like, no, no, let's focus on these four people kind of panicking and yeah. boarding up their house. Yeah, up until that moment, you think they are the only people living near yeah. this site. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then, yeah, it is a very strange moment. I enjoyed it in the that thing of showing some, like, I anything with the Flash, again. Uh-huh. This like, is, but also, yeah. this is the first, th- th- we've really humanized Clark Kent and Superman. Was oh, yeah, his he's definitely uh, not his human little in that competition? Mm-hmm. No, his little like, competition with the Flash is cute, mm-hmm. and granted, Flash makes it cuter probably than it was on paper. Yeah, but like that, you're right. That after credit scene where he's like, "I'm kind of curious too." Like that's cool. Yeah. All right, we're gonna move on to Nicole's rating. What you got? Uh, I was surprised to hear both of you guys read this because I thought I was gonna be like the high the high mark here but I am also going to rate this a three yeah. uh, my scale is sunglass emojis it's also an enjoyment scale uh, so yeah basically three, yeah, three out of five I I'm never going to go out of my way to watch this movie again. I also wouldn't, like, not... I wouldn't be like, no, I'm not watching this. Unlike Batman Superman. Unlike Batman Superman, which I... I, No. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, actually, honestly, even that... Uh, whatever. That's like a, this is like a separate conversation. Sure, but I, yeah. uh, this is a movie that I would willingly watch again. And there were many parts of it that were genuinely fun. Uh, so uh, yeah, I, I, I just even, even as like I, I went back and forth because of how angry the Wonder Woman stuff makes me, and like in sort of a slow burn way where it makes me angrier the longer I think about it. Yeah. But I just, yeah, Ezra Miller was just so fun. But yeah, yeah, I it was. Ooh. <laughs> There's a demon in this building. Steppenwolf is here. Yeah. Oh no! It was. It was. No bad. You just got to scare him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As long as he smells sweaty or something, yeah. like Steppenwolf dies if he sweats. Yep. Like, uh-huh. yep. was the dumbest thing? Yeah. Like it could have been cool. <laughs> but we just had fucking. Aquaman and Wonder Woman and Superman just beating the hell out of him and he's fine. Mm -hmm. And then he gets a little afraid and then his parademons can rip him apart. Yeah, Yeah, apparently they're stronger than Steppenwolf. But yet Bruce Wayne was kicking ass all over the place. The Flash was defeating them. He said he wasn't he didn't didn't fight people. Sorry. No, it's all right. (laughs) In spite of its many, many flaws, it was still yeah, like to me, so much, yeah, again, the, the enjoyment scale is has nothing to do with quality, right? So, sure. like, it can be yeah. not good and still be <laughs> have watchable moments, Absolutely. which this had this had a surprising, surprisingly well spread out number of watchable moments. <laughs> that's our that's our biggest compliment. Yep. Well, it had a watchable <laughs> moment. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. Sari, what do you rate this? This is your first time. What kind of rating system you got? This, is, this is my rating system. I thought about it. And I figured Choose it out. wisely. <laughs> <laughs> I am afraid I made it too complicated because I wanted to make a joke. Oh, no, I love it. Um, I love it. Yes. So 
there was this Twitter account that changed their name to Rick and Morty Creator. And oh, yes. One of their tweets. <laughs> a verified. It was verified. It was a verified, yeah. yes. Yeah. But not, not Dan Harmon or anything. Mm-hmm. Or, not uh, one of the actual creators of yes, Rick and Morty. Yes, it was just Rick and Morty Creator. And one of his tweets, which I copied and pasted, was, I am downloading all extant copies of the show, which I poured in my heart and soul into, onto a Blu-ray and throwing it into the river. So my rating system, because there's good trash and bad trash, is which type of trash can I would throw this movie into. If I could like download all copies of the movie, throw it into a trash can, what would it be? And like they can range from like uh, an office wastebasket where I might like pull it out, dust it off, watch it mm-hmm, again, mm-hmm. to a dumpster fire where I'm gonna dump it in and it's gonna be on fire, gone, uh-huh, gone uh-huh, forever. Uh-huh. So what kind of trash can we got going Ooh, on here? I love this. Uh, I think this would be like a kitchen garbage can so like dump it into the kitchen garbage it's a little stinky there's like maybe some food waste yeah there's maybe some raw chicken maybe some raw chicken wouldn't want to pull it out again like i was happy i was happy with the way uh watching it once i had some enjoyable moments like everyone seemed to but it's it's gonna be gone like that's it it's like the yeah. leftovers that you like forgot to have for lunch the next day you're yeah. like ah well i guess i have to throw those out yeah, yeah. i did Oops. like them at the time but eh. uh-huh <laughs> kind of a mess just kind of like scraping it in there this is kind of like sam's toilet system yeah it is yeah. I, I, but i, I like yeah, it i like this, this a lot beautiful yeah i, I like it. the I abstract it. rating system uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. i was yes. inspired by sam's toilet i was yeah. like i don't want to do a five star thing i'm gonna think of the weirdest thing i possibly can sam's toilet thing took me for a ride i love that and it's yeah, yeah. anyway um well <laughs> our good. last thing that we want to do is recommend something to you that if you want to get the taste of justice league out of your mouth you can watch something real good and uh i want to start with sari i'm and so ready r- work our way around <laughs> all right oh, nicole is not happy yeah i don't i want to go last <laughs> oh, you, you can go last okay, okay. um sari what's real good um i like and i've heard nicole on the podcast before i'm a tv person mm-hmm. especially a cartoon person mm. um and the teen titans animated series that aired on Car- cartoon network from 2003 to 2006 is like one of the pieces of media that shaped my childhood <laughs> um it's very good it's has cyborg in it yep um also, Robin, Beast Boy, Starfire, and uh, Raven. So, like, those are the five main Teen Titans. It also has, like, younger versions of some of the characters in Justice League, like Aquaman. Uh, it has Aqualad. Um, and there's Kid Flash for Flash, mm-hmm. who's already a kid, but still. Um, <laughs> and I just thought that it grapples with the idea of, like, what is a hero? What is being a team? Um simultaneously with themes of like we're growing up and there are these really big villains out there um, and how are we supposed to fight against them uh, as these like younger versions and I think canonically in the universe like Batman exists and this is just like Titan's Tower on a small island somewhere else. This is the reason why I came into Justice League with a soft spot for Cyborg. I was like I want to see his arc Mm -hmm. because I cared so much about him in Teen Titans. Mm. That makes sense. Um, And I Mm -hmm. like seeing people trying to come of age with superpowers because Mm -hmm. that's a really hard thing to grapple with. Like teenager, you already have all these pressures Mm -hmm. and you also have superpowers to grapple with. But still in a fun way Yeah, as opposed to like X-Men, which is very brooding. Yeah, (laughs) it's still like the the fun DC, what DC could be. So that is my recommendation. DC has good animated content. They um, do indeed. And Teen Titans in my, is good. They also have decent to really good uh, television content. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and then Gotham. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> but I've heard great things about The Flash. Oh, yeah. Series. I've watched the first season and a half, and I think it's quite good. Anyway, yeah. Matt, what's uh, your... My real good. I went back and forth. I don't want to steal anybody else's. Um, uh, my first gut said Batman Returns, but I'm, I rescind that one. Because I was just like, this just makes me want to watch a better Batman movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's Christmas yeah. time, so Batman Returns is good. But my actual like real good suggestion... Uh, is a time that I feel, some people disagree, that Zack Snyder got superheroes right. And that would be Watchmen. I agree mm-hmm. with you. Um, Watchmen is a movie that I loved when it came out. I haven't rewatched it in a while. But as far as a like comic book adaptation, mm-hmm. th- to be fair, they get lucky with Watchmen because they only had one graphic novel to work from, <laughs> as opposed to like Batman Superman, you have mm-hmm. 60, 70, 80 years of back like material to base your character on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had a so, very specific it's one story. <laughs> but even the changes he makes to that story, I feel like make a better movie. And I I don't know. Like that feels like that's a team of superheroes. They come together for various reasons. Uh and it's a much more interesting story yeah. than Justice League. And that has a lot to do with the source material, obviously. But Zack well, Snyder... Well, it has to do with the adaptation of the source material. Yeah, but... Because I feel like you could do a really good Justice League movie based on source material. Yes, if you take like a really good Justice yeah. League novel, make that a movie. Absolutely. There was only one choice with Watchmen. Yes. That's the story. <laughs> um, but yes, I... Still love that movie. I think it's a great comic book movie, and yeah, it's good Zack Snyder movies. And I'm not a huge Zack Snyder fan overall, so for me, that's saying something. Cosign, yeah, I cosign on that. Okay, allowing Nicole to go last, I'll go now. I wanted to not be obvious. I wanted to pick something that would make people go, "Oh, I hadn't thought of that." Mm-hmm. But just watch the Avengers. <laughs> like I, 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 I want to come up with something that's deeper, or mm-hmm. but if you want to watch a really good superhero movie of them coming together I, you want to watch the Avengers you want to watch the Avengers yeah, yeah yeah it's you know I'm, I'm sure everybody listening has seen it if you haven't it is a fun exciting film that at least so far still holds up like if you watch it, it it's not uh, it doesn't feel clunky to me mm-hmm. um, and it is it is a really interesting footnote also to that movie like yes Iron Man kicked it off but like if the Avengers had not been a success I think cinema as we know it would be different right now and that was only five years ago Mm -hmm. so I think it's an interesting thing to look at because the the way we rewrote that script I think really opened the doors for good and bad for these this whole idea of shared Mm -hmm. universes Mm -hmm. and and whatever so that's my choice the Avengers all right uh yeah, I mean my my sort of first and and only thought, and I haven't really come too far from this, but it's really you just want to go watch Wonder Woman. Fuck this yeah. movie. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah, that's watch fair. Wonder Woman. Uh, but what Sari said did <laughs> make me think uh, uh, is that so back to this idea of like coming of age with superpowers, mm-hmm. uh, mm. and as a TV person. <laughs> Any guesses what I'm going to say? It's the Inhumans. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole's favorite TV favorite series. Thanks for listening to Real show. Bad. <laughs> uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer mm-hmm. is, yeah. Uh, yeah. is, yeah, that's, you know, it's just good. You can probably stop watching after the third season. Uh, actually, no, you should no. You should watch the fifth season you should as go, well. Skip, you can skip. There's like five <laughs> episodes in season four you need to watch, and then you watch the fifth season, and then you can be done. I feel uh, like just watch first through fifth. Yeah. That's, Come on. Sure. That, yeah, I 
fine, whatever. <laughs> because uh, that's it was intended to end. Yes. Uh, yeah, sure. Yes, it was intended to end. Also, though, to this, like, integrating of worlds, uh, Angel, like, just, and, and, like, and the way in which uh, several of the characters kind of weave weave mm-hmm. across and the way that like sort of yeah. side characters on Buffy were taken and given these really deep meaningful arcs over on Angel was just really good good and cool and well done and to a point yeah yeah to a, <laughs> yes yeah and yeah this, that's a that's a, converse, a, whole, a whole other discussion, other discussion. Yeah. Say, I think what we're coming away from with a lot of these suggestions is take time with your characters yep. yes. treat oh, them yeah. well yep. give them time to grow mm-hmm. like either via TV series or whatever like Spend time with them and let them become their own things instead of just shoving them all in our face. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Okay, well, that's going to wrap up this supersized episode <laughs> of uh, Real Bad. Uh, thank you guys for potting with me. Sari, where can people find you if you want to be found? Oh, uh, you, can, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter, I guess, at C.E. Riley. Okay. That's the easiest place to find me. Or you can watch... Uh, oh, holy fucking science! I'm oh, on yeah. that sometimes. Yeah, you um, are. Which is SciShow's podcast at YouTube.com/slash/hfs or holy fucking science? One of those two. Also or on wherever, wherever you so listen also to podcasts. Yes, also on wherever iTunes. you listen to podcasts, it's yes, there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nicole, where can people find you? Uh, I am at Sweeney Says on Twitter. That's the best place to find me. Um, also, SnarkSquad.com. Excellent, Matt. I'm at Matthew Gatos everywhere. Sweet. Uh, you can find us on at Real Bad Pod. Um, me and Matt are going to be at PodCon. Me too. Oh, and Sari. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, a lot of us are going to be at PodCon December 9th and 10th in Seattle. Please come check us out. I'll have some stickers, I hope. I just got the design done, so I got to get them printed quick. Um, but yeah, come check us out. I'll be hosting a couple of panels, and it should be fun. And uh, don't know what's happening soon, but we're going to be getting to the Star Wars prequels any day now because we want to get them done before The Last Jedi comes out. And we're a glutton. So <laughs> until then, this has been Real Bad. Real Bad.